0: So, what's
1: the deal with politics? <laughs> I don't get it. Am I right, people? <laughs>
0: Do it. Hello?
1: General
0: Kenobi! <laughs> Ororo, Charles! We'll have to dance another time. On the road again. <laughs>
2: Some
3: boys traveling across the galaxy. <laughs> Jumping from spaceport to spaceport. Getting shafted by the butthole bits. <laughs> I can't not see the buttholes on them now. I know! It's, it's a actually curse. jarring. It looks <laughs> like those weird fleshlights with the yes, buttholes. It's crazy! <laughs> oh man. Did you see Ray's lightsaber that they released? Oh yeah, little. yeah, yeah. it yep. looks like a bug. Yes, it it does. Does. very strange. Yeah, still the the, the rest of it's cool. I'm
2: glad you tweeted that because it gave me the excuse to post a bit of the bits. Oh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I'll be playing the Biff up quite a bit. Yeah,
3: I gotta I gotta drop some of those videos I made. I think that one is really good. Yeah, I mean if that doesn't get some run, then nothing will.
2: It's really funny.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> it is a good one. <laughs> So it's Friday. We're entering the weekend. Yeah, what's going on here? Oh, well, you know, I'm just coming down from my high. <laughs> <laughs> so you
2: gave me some edibles the other night. Yeah, just a couple. Right. Just a couple. Uh, just And uh, well, you know, it was after you were very anxious about getting that... Oh, yeah, yeah. That... That post so you, or whatever. You know,
3: I mean, I have my lorazepam. Yeah. I have my uh, hydroxyzine. I think it's called, which is like a lighter. It's kind of like a Benadryl yeah.
2: almost. But I gave you these just because. Yeah. Uh, they're very low dose and they're high on uh, CBD. and There's just a little THC in there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they're supposed to. Well, it's like, like
3: five milligrams of THC.
2: It's supposed to be very relaxing.
3: Yeah. And. I've always had a low tolerance for THC. Like, and I, you know, it doesn't matter how much I weigh or anything. I've always had a very low tolerance. Um, So I was like, well, five milligrams, that's nothing. Yeah. You know, know, and I had messaged a friend like right after I took it and they, you know, they go through these things like candy. And they're like, yeah, usually I take like (laughs) a (laughs) hundred. Just, and I'm like, oh, okay. I took five. And they're like, oh God, I wouldn't even feel that. Yeah because their tolerance is just insane at this point. But after about a half an hour, I started getting a massive body high, like really massive to the point where I like froze up and I could only move my wrists. And so I could like text and that's it.
2: You explained it to me as you were just sitting there like,
3: "Eh." I I zoned out and I watched uh, the Rubette's sugar baby love (laughs) on like repeat. And then I also tripped across like I, Got on the TikTok and I tripped across this techno song that's very repetitive, but very catchy. Yep. And I must listen to that about thirty times. Um, also, I kept I was able to check Twitter. I could I could function on that level, but I could not process what the fuck. Depressed Kenobi and Eliza, and then a Thorian historian would jump. They're talking about like various like uh, Kenobi rumors, like Kenobi's like by and him and Bale had a thing and yeah. all this
2: stuff. And I was just like chopped out of my mind. <laughs> And I just, I could not, I was just like, I don't know what's Your going on. Your mind processing, like, is this what they're actually saying? Or is this <laughs> yeah. what I And I was just kind of like, saying. you're
3: coming over, you know, I got done at two, three, I was like, he's coming over, I can, I want to get some Catalyst reading in. And so I was like, it, would be, I, it sounded great to just get a nice little high and just lay down yeah. and read Catalyst for a while. Did not happen. <laughs> Nothing doing. I got really fucking high. <laughs> and then oh, I fed, felt like slight, then after the body high and like, I don't process body high as well because that's when my anxiety gets up. So, like, the first part of the Well, that would have been good me, to
2: know before I gave you the gummy, but... Well, it's
3: five milligrams. Yeah. Um, but, like, after I come down from the massive part of the body, I mean, you still feel it, and yeah. you're very sensitive and stuff, but then I get in, like, a good mood. But, like, that first, like, half an hour to an hour with the body, I'm like, is this even worth it for me? Yeah. And then I just got insanely hungry, and I felt good enough to drive at that point. So I went out, and I got fucking... <laughs> I went to the gas station. I got three... Uh, cookies, three chocolate chip cookies, and then I went to the Taco Bell next door and I got three chicken quesadillas. Came back and I ate all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Normally that would make me feel like I want to fucking like vomit, right? Yeah. Half an hour later, I would walk the dog, and a half an hour later, I was like, I'm still hungry. <laughs> and I so I went back to another gas station because I didn't want to go back to the same one because that would be embarrassing. <laughs> and I went back and bought three more cookies. <laughs> And I got a car wash to try to convince myself that I was going there for a purpose other than to just gorge. Oh God! And Then I came back here and walked the dog again, and then I took a shower and then I walked the dog again. <laughs> all I've done all afternoon was just zone out on Twitter, zone out on TikTok. It's the best. And eat. It's the best to do that every once in a while. It's fine. I mean, right now I feel relatively normal. Oh yeah. yeah like yeah. I. It doesn't. Stick the nice thing for about it is, unlike day drinking, yeah day drinking if i day drink and got kind of drunk and then came back down and just ate a bunch yep i would feel like awful oh you feel right like now. garbage
2: the rest of the day
3: yes and then i would feel like garbage yep. tomorrow morning too this i'm just like i oh, I, okay. I still have a little bit of a tingle but that's about it yeah yeah you know but i don't feel like i've been hit by a train yeah you know yep i'll probably sleep better tonight um but
2: yeah so that's that I, was my day when i was up at the cabin uh a bunch of us like and I I don't smoke or do edibles like that frequently. It's yeah. Like maybe once a month or something like that. Yeah. And it's always like a lower dose like yeah. I gave you. Um, or like I'll take one hit and then I'm like good for the oh, next yeah. four or five hours. Yeah. But we were up there and I took a stronger edible. Oh, no. And then someone was passing around like a joint or something. So I like I took a hit off of that. And like everyone was around the campfire just talking, and like I suddenly reached a point where I was like, "Oh no, like i I am too high to be here, yeah, and I just like started zoning out into the fire and like staring at it, oh God, but then like I kept hearing the conversations of uh-huh. other people, and eventually I just I felt like i i I was like, they're gonna notice that I'm whacked, so yeah, I was sitting there and I was like i had I have to have been staring at this fire for like 30 minutes and in in reality it was probably like five yeah so i just we were all sitting in like camping chairs, and eventually i just stood up and walked away walked into the screen porch laid down and fell asleep for the night <laughs> <laughs> oh man no i i Bri know even came, I... came in like 10 minutes later and was like hey are you done and i was like yeah i'm done you were just done for yeah but yeah, i woke man. up the next morning and i felt so good I had the most, I had such a sound night's sleep. Nice. It was great.
3: Yeah, I think I'll sleep really well tonight. I'm trying to find it. Um, So now I I, I told you, I I listened to Sugar Baby Love on repeat. Like I was able to pull that up and I just listened to Sugar Baby Love for like half an hour straight. Uh, But I was on YouTube. So like I didn't even think of it but a commercial interrupted it. And usually, you know, after 10 seconds, you get the skip ad button. Sometimes it's a 30-second commercial if you forget to hit it. But every now and then, they'll throw like a four-minute commercial (laughs) at you. So I'm trying to find out what the name of the drug was. I have forgotten (laughs) it. It was like some sort of like chemo drug, Treyaba or something like that. And I watched all five minutes of (laughs) it. It was like some really like, I got to get like, me
2: some of this Treyama. Yeah, it was like a woman that was on chemo. She's like, this is getting me more time for me. It was depressing. <laughs> what was it, Treyama? I was the fact you on the couch watching that and having tears running down your hair. I,
3: I was sitting like this. Like, I just, like my hands, my hands were on my knees and I just did not move. Like my body, like I could move if I wanted to, but like I felt best when I was just paralyzed (laughs) triaba triaba i'm trying to find why can't i find it tray medicine maybe i just hallucinated it all um i don't know it was triaba triaba i was gonna tag him on twitter um, (laughs) i I was gonna tweet like yeah i ate an edible and i just watched an entire triaba commercial good stuff but yeah so i mean my afternoon is a blur baby yeah good blur though yeah it was fine yeah I can't eat like that ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably gonna get Chick Fil A before I go to bed tonight. I got—we were talking sauce, and I was listening back to that. Oh, I need some Chick Fil A good sauce. They got some good sauce. Yeah, they do. There's a raisin canes out in Maple Grove oh, too. That's the best. Do they have chicken sandwich? They just take yeah, some yeah, tenders yeah, and put yeah, no, it on a. They got a chicken sandwich. Oh, yeah. This chicken sandwich craze, I'm all for it's something. it. Something, I'm yeah. fine with it. Yeah. I'm fine with the chicken. Love wars. a crispy chicken.
2: <laughs> Who's the winner in the chicken wars? the consumer the (laughs) consumer's the winner we are (laughs) hey capitalism ain't all
3: bad yeah (laughs) that's right lots of good sandwich options that taste exactly the same (laughs) i mean they really do
2: speaking of which i gotta get into what i brought you back from the cabin oh before we get into it though uh welcome to the clone cast oh god i'm adam
3: i'm tom um this This... is a podcast where we talk about our drug-addled adventures Uh, no, we review the Clone Wars chronologically. We're currently on Season 4, Episode 16, uh, so we're going through them one by one, and we release them twice a week, Mondays and Thursdays. We usually talk bullshit for the first 20 to 40 minutes. 20 minutes of bullshit, then right into the episode. 20 is light. <laughs> 40 is more like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, But we got banter. Yeah, it's fun. yeah. So, you know, but you can always fast forward and you can find when you hear the intro play for a second time, you know, we're about to actually talk about Star Wars. Yeah, we do talk Star Wars in the bullshit section. Of course we do. But just it's a it's not exclusively Star Wars.
2: Yeah. Okay. so there's your intro. Are you ready for what I brought back? Yeah. So we need some some music or anything. No. So a little bit of background. Uh, I told you my cabin is up in northern Minnesota, north of Duluth. Yeah, it's uh, very rural. Like you would go there if you're trying to like get away, be forgotten about. Um But the cabin next door to ours uh recently went up for sale. And the guy that owned the lot next to ours, mm-hmm. I'd say he's owned it for, I don't know, 15, 20 years, something like that. Uh, when he moved in, it was a younger family, him, his wife, two little girls, and they were really sweet. Um But, apparently the uh the recent couple of elections and covid kind of put him over the edge a little bit (laughs) and he's always been kind of an oddball yeah he would we'd see him every once in a while like walking around in a kilt and like that type of stuff and like that's fine or whatever but it was just like oh okay mental note is he willy (laughs) no (laughs) he's just kind of a kind of an odd dude yeah um and i've always known that he's been like a huge libertarian Mm -hmm. he's just kind of got that Ire about him. Sure. He's like a small business owner, serial entrepreneur, that kind of guy. Okay. So, of course, he doesn't like taxes. Uncle Sam getting into his pocket. Yeah. um But we kept hearing from people around him that he's kind of gone off the deep end mm-hmm. and he was like hoarding guns. Sure. And his marriage kind of fell apart and like COVID happened and that made him extra paranoid.
3: Yeah, his kid voted for Hillary.
2: We think that there might be a little bit of meth involved, too. Um, so it was just a bad deal. He ended up like he thought the government was like listening to him. Sure. In his defense, the government did get called and came and confiscated his guns. So he was a little paranoid after that. But he thought like the FBI and CIA were after him. So Why
3: is it they always think they're so important that
2: the FBI would bother with them? I don't know. But he ended up like, all of the light, it's really, it's a very sad story because he built this cabin and it was really, really nice, but it's just gone to shit. Yeah. And if you go inside, he's like busted out like around the light fixtures because we think that he thought there were like bugs or cameras in his light fixtures. And like every crack in his wall, he put like painter's tape over. So everywhere in on the inside of the cabin, there was painter's tape. Everywhere, yeah, it was nuts, huh? Um, but we've always kind of been cool with them. We've like kept our distance, but we've always been like cordial. And so he asked my dad when he was ready to. I think he's got like warrants out, and he's trying to like get <laughs> get out of Dodge. He's going to Mexico. I think he might be. Um, but he, so he gave my dad the first option to buy the place because it's right next door to ours. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So he did, and. We use that because he's got a bunch of other stuff on the property too. Like there's a shed with like a riding lawnmower, a snowblower, a bunch of other shit. And he just left it all. That was part of the deal. We're like, we'll take it as is. Yeah. So we got all of the valuable stuff, but then we also got all of just the random crazy shit. Yeah. Um. And so I brought you some random crazy shit. Oh God. So this comes from a libertarian uh, in the North Woods.
3: Oh, this libertarian is libertarian meth addict. This is authentic, baby.
2: <laughs> this was the first thing oh, yeah. I saw. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, so what we have here is Monopoly. Now, oh, wow, a Monopoly game. Now, this is a parody of the classic Monopoly game, and it's actually by Hasbro official. This is not a joke. Oh, yeah. Um, this is Monopoly Socialism. Winning. Socialism edition. Socialism edition. And the tagline is, winning is for capitalists. (laughs) What's yours is ours. Forget about competition and glory unless you want to win. Oh, my.
2: All right. uh, So, obviously, that's coming from a, a parody, obviously slanting in favor of capitalism. I would love it if it was an actual... Monopoly Socialism Edition slanted toward socialism. Okay,
3: now, instead of, like, properties, it sounds like they have some sort of, like, you know, usually by, like, Boardwalk. And you're yeah, yeah, to, yeah, You know, it sounds like they got some um, these are, like, businesses yeah. of some kind. So, let's, should we read some of these? Yeah. Okay, so the first business I pulled here was Dairy-Free Coffee Shop. <laughs> the second business I pulled, you cannot make this shit up. I know! This business, no-tip vegan restaurant. (laughs) Oh, the authorian historian will like this one. We Heart Quinoa Food (laughs) Co-op. All Play Recreation Center. I almost want to read through all of these. Isn't it crazy? Free and fresh community park. Yeah, it's a fucking community park. They're free. What the fuck is that even mean? I know. Our Town Theater Museum of Co-Creation. Yeah speedy little socialist post office hey the fucking post office is one of is a fucking american it's institution very baby.
2: very efficient
3: yeah good luck fucking if you
2: st- they deliver mail to the bottom of the goddamn yeah. grand canyon for christ's sake Ooh, this place sounds nice the open minds library there's a lot of those that actually don't sound bad no
3: <laughs> oh my god this we're all winners school <laughs> the potluck community center What the the fuck is wrong? Why do these people hate the idea
2: of community so much? Oh, they're very individualistic. It's insane. The other thing that I've been thinking a lot about lately, just because like vaccines and masks and all that shit, and the libertarians are going out of their fucking minds. When did becoming a libertarian make you such a fucking rule-following nerd? Like every single one of these libertarians that's freaking the fuck out why don't you just not do it? Why don't you? You know you can lie, right? Yeah, I mean, what's the mandate
3: that they announced yesterday? It's like uh, businesses All over hundred people, or something
2: like that. But like the
3: OSHA mandate is businesses over because it would be considered that you know. I mean, this isn't this isn't revolutionary. This is not novel. If it's a work hazard, it would fall under OSHA yes. guidelines. Yeah. So it would be a work hazard. Oh no! In, in a pandemic, it's pretty clear.
2: And. I'm all for mandating it. It should have been mandated a long time ago.
3: I'm not a mandated vaccines guy.
2: I'm fine with it. But but no, the thing that I'm saying is like, there have been plenty of shit that's been mandated, quote unquote, that I've not. But no, the thing is, it's not even mandated. But the things that have been mandated that I haven't wanted to do, I've gotten around it. And I have not. Yes. Pointed out the fact that I have a problem with it. Yeah. And the thing
3: is, like with this whole man, like everything that's freaking out today. First of all, Disney and Walmart mandated that their employees get vaccinated over a month ago. Oh, yeah. Like that's that's where the bell tolls right there. When Disney and Walmart do it, the writing is on the walls. Look at when the pandemic we will say it started when things started to shut down. You're like, oh, God, this is real. It was because the NBA canceled their season. Yeah. They like a player got it. It got in a locker room. They had to cancel that game. Then they're like, well, fuck. These guys are interacting with the other. They canceled the whole season. And right then you're like, holy shit,
2: this is real. And within a week we were locked down because it's all capital. Yeah. The second capital is threatened. Yes. Stuff moves real quick. And the thing
3: with like Disney and Walmart, it's like, okay, they did. We talked about this with Boba Fett ship. Why did they put Boba Fett starship on the box? Instead of Slave One, playing it safe. They're playing it safe. They figured there was somebody with like a calculator somewhere in their marketing or in their, ad, you know, in their accounting, whatever. And he was just like, um, "Yeah, if we actually just put Boba Fett's starship in here instead of Slave One, we're gonna make twenty thousand dollars more off of yeah. this Lego set.
2: Everything is just dots
3: on a spreadsheet. Yes. And so, like, when I hear about like this mandate thing, it's like. Yeah, so once Disney and Walmart did that, they made they said, hey, if we get this spread within us, we're going to have to shut all these places down. It's worth more to us to mandate this as a private company and say, hey, if you want to work for thing... us, you have to do this. than it is to risk an outbreak at one of our stores or parks.
2: The other thing that I think uh, makes me a little bit more uh, uh, open to a mandated vaccine uh, I think the one thing that really freaks people out is the fact that it's an actual injection. I'd be curious to see, like, if the v- vaccine actually came in, like, a pill form and it was mandated. I wonder how many people that were freaked out by it would actually, like, be like, oh, you know what? It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. It's the fact that it's a syringe that also freaks people out. And the fact that I... It almost has, like, a connotation of violence to it of some way. Well, just, like, it's... It's a step above a pill. It's a big deal to get a vaccine with a syringe. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I take, I like have to do an injection, I don't yeah. know, twice a week, something like that. So it's not that big of a deal for me. Sure. I mean, no, I never, I don't like shots. Yeah. I mean, but
3: yeah, there are people that are legitimately but, deathly afraid of shots.
2: But, and to get back to your thing, like, do they not give a shit about con- community? Uh, no, they don't. Because... Like, case in point, the vaccine helps everybody, because if everyone were to get it, we wouldn't have to worry about this shit anymore. But every argument I've heard against it is all about the individual. And that's the thing that pisses me off, that we can't just ever do anything to help the community as a whole but when it's a public health issue it's not
3: about the individual anymore yes you're out of the realm of your individual liberties at that point i'm sorry yeah you're affecting the community as a whole it's not it's no longer about your personal liberties and first of all if you don't want to get it i mean i'm not like i said you and i are probably a little different on this i do not think a mandate on vaccines Is a good thing. Like I, I absolutely think everybody should get it. But I'm not like a super big fan of companies like Walmart saying, "Hey, a person that we pay ten fucking dollars an hour that's been scraping by, uh,
2: you got to get vaccinated." Well, uh, okay, and like I, I have a problem with that. I have a, I have a caveat to mine. I have no problem with it as long as it's free. If you're paying for it, that changes the story. But I mean, I don't blame people
3: for. Not being fucking like, uh, like a researcher when it comes to the information they get on this oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, Like, I've read the right-wing articles where they're like, oh, I saw something from Scotland where they're like, oh, there's actually more cases of COVID from vaccinated people in yeah. Scotland this week than there are of unvaccinated. But then you look at the fucking numbers. It's because... of Scotland is is vaccinated. vaccinated. Right. So, yeah, when there's like millions upon millions versus a very small number, when there's a thousand more with breakthrough cases than there is with people that don't have to be vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like just look at like I would say, look at this, like Israel's having a big breakout now and they're heavily vaccinated. So there's a lot of breakthrough cases with the Delta. But take a look at when you look at cases, you can go on Google, just type in cases right yeah and you see the spike in cases back in like december when things were just Pugh. that's when i think we reached our peak pretty much most of the world did yeah um look at the cases and then look at the deaths in december now you see massive spikes in both now go now and look at the cases and look at the deaths and just a little graph chart cases spike deaths, deaths, down. deaths low yep and so Nobody, you know, I, you know, and then I also saw somebody posting like, oh, they changed the definition of what a vaccine is. It's supposed, you know, at first it was supposed to provide immunity. Now, it, now it just provides protection. It's like when, since when did a flu shot ever give you immunity to that season's flu?
2: Oh yeah. It didn't. I've gotten the flu shot before. But it gives the you flu. protection.
3: Yeah. And if you do get it, you have some antibodies to fight it. Yeah. It's just,
2: it's a beneficial thing.
3: Yeah. I don't, you know, if you don't want to get it, I'm not one to really, I'm not like, I, I'm just like, Whatever. Oh, I'm
2: very much like, yeah, you do you, but I would really prefer you get the vaccine. Yeah,
3: absolutely. I would, too. I think you and I are just a little different on how far we want somebody to say, hey, well, in my whole deal, like I'm
2: (laughs) the reason why I am like as far, quote unquote, left as I am is I just think something needs to uh, buttress up against uh, private corporations. And the government would be yeah. the only thing that could possibly do that. Yeah, and the thing is, like, and that's why like, I mentioned... think about this: <laughs> the government, for once, actually gave good welfare benefits to people that got unemployed. Yes, actually got on par with some other advanced countries, and we have not heard private corporations shut up about we what can't are, hire what anybody. What are they doing? We can't hire anybody. It's like, and, what and, are they doing? And it's just, it goes to show you just how like warped
3: the mindset in this country. Yes. That like a majority of people are like, you got to cut these benefits off. We got to get people back to work. It's like, why aren't you asking? Why are they making more? Yeah, on fucking unemployment, than they would be going back to work. Yeah, that's the
2: problem. The, the problem isn't the benefits. The problem is these jobs fucking suck the thing that i've heard that i completely agree with is it's all because the like business owner that's making that complaint is fucking terrified of going back to being a worker the business owner does not want to be yeah. a worker they're a business owner so they've reached the upper echelon yes they're fucking terrified Of being like, oh, I gotta sell my business and go back to flipping burgers.
3: Well, you know, I run a small business. I can't afford to pay people fifteen dollars an hour. And I'm just kinda like, if you can't afford to pay your employees a living wage.
2: Shitty business. Maybe
3: maybe you shouldn't have been a business owner yet. Maybe you should have like saved up a little more capital before you kicked into the business owner gig. Because I think the idea of a job is you do it so you can pay all of your bills and eat and have a roof over your head. I didn't know that jobs there was just this like big club of jobs where it's like, oh well, that's just for a teenager. <laughs> yeah. Oh
2: really? Yeah. Well then, why the fuck is McDonald's open when everybody's in school? Yeah. Why? No, you. If you're working forty hours a week, you should be able to support yourself. Yes. at least this no, should. And this no should matter not be, what the job is, this should not be radical or controversial. No, not at, at all. All okay. And now, okay. Hold yeah. on, I want to
3: read one more here because this next one okay. is just. This place sounds like heaven. <laughs> Listen to this: healthcare for all, hospital. Why is this made in jest? Yeah, I know. Jesus fucking Christ, Hasbro! You can't supply me with any Black Series figurines at
2: Target or Walmart or anywhere, but you can produce this trash. Okay, so now right. the Monopoly game—that's fun. We're still in the uh, the libertarian light territory. Hey, Let's I was call. a liberal. I considered myself a libertarian yeah. once. And there are views I have that are libertarian. No,
3: I mean, libertarian. bodily autonomy issues. I'm very libertarian. Yes,
2: absolutely. Yes. Um, so now the, the second thing we found uh, kind of crosses a line into a different realm of are libertarian. Are we going dark? So uh, Bree was like, Adam, check out this book that I found. Oh, yes. Yeah, next to book. his bed. It's from your favorite author. Is this Atlas Shrugged? Well, look at the side. Oh, my
3: God. <laughs> it's, it's Jordan Peterson. <laughs> should we read Should we read a little excerpt in you Jordan Peterson's voice? You have to Peterson sound like voice? Kermit the
2: Frog. As yeah, you well, do no, it. I'll
3: do it in the voice. Let's see. Which rule do we want to uh, read?
2: You need to clean your room.
3: Yeah, where's the clean your room one? <laughs> Dude, rule number five, do not let children do anything that makes you dislike them.
2: <laughs> if that's how you have to look at your kid, you should not have had a fucking kid. Anybody that almost <laughs> dies because they drank apple cider, maybe you should not be listening to that person. Didn't you say after he got back from Russia, like his room just looked like a mess? Yeah. On the on the webcam. He was on his he... webcam. He looked like hell cuz he almost died and then his his, his oh, room was one. just a mess. So this is rule number 6.
3: Um so the book is 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. Doctor. Dr. Dr. Jordan, Jordan Peterson, Peterson.
2: Famed no that's wait that's for Oh my after. god. That's for Oh after. my
3: god. I can't believe I just saw that. That's that's, me, that's for me, after. okay. That's my bookmark. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, rule number 6, set your house in perfect order before you criticize the world. So, if you have any problems unless you're Jesus of Nazareth, you should not criticize anything in the world. Correct. Just think about the premise of that. Yeah. That is insane. So, I'm depressed, so I should have no opinions outside and of trying to fix that.
2: Like most libertarian views, On the surface okay i can see what they're going for but you dig a little deeper and it's like well there's actually some other stuff that you could criticize so the bookmark that was in that book and like i said so started with monopoly socialism edition which is kind of fun fun light libertarian getting into jordan peterson which is a little bit more serious and now we see fully where that leads to. You want to tell him what he was using okay. as a bookmark?
3: Yeah. So, I'm, fuck reading anything from this. Uh, the titles, the rules themselves. I will. I, I promise. Uh, any fans out there of ours that want me to read this, I will read this, <laughs> and I'll report back. I read Dave Rubin's book as a joke. Oh, it's awful. It is hilarious. Yeah, it is the dumbest thing yeah. I've ever read. It's like a sixth grader's book report. He's it's a- like, it's like if you gave a sixth grader, you know, you did like free journal time. If you just took a year's worth of free journal and just slobbed he's it in a book. He's a very books.
2: stupid person.
3: He's a very dumb man. Yes. He's a very dumb man. Um, but he's curious. He is. He's a curious little ask questions. Okay. So instead of reading an expert, let's just get to what we found here. Now, I, I tripped across this already because I was like, what's hanging out of he here? He
2: was on a someone's newsletter. Do you want to just tell him whose newsletter okay, so. he was regularly receiving?
3: Yeah. So when you, you know, you get, you sign up for a newsletter and this is a snail mail newsletter. apparently So we got a physical letter here and it's from a representative out of Louisiana. Another doctor. Yes. A doctor. Um, I wonder
2: what kind of doctor he is. Uh,
3: he goes by the name of Dr. David Duke. David Duke. Now, if you don't know who David Duke is,
2: former grand
3: wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, did he support Trump in the election? Yes, he did. He did. Did he actually endorse Trump? He actually endorsed him, Oh, yes. I remember that because
2: the big thing was Trump wouldn't say, I dis. he couldn't even say, I disavow him. No, no, no. Trump was <laughs> like, he pretended like he didn't know who he was. He was like, I don't know who the guy is, but if he wants to endorse me, I'm not going to turn it down. How do people like...
3: How do you not sniff out that bullshit? He
2: obviously knows who David Duke is.
3: Yes. It was so great. I mean, it's so transparent with him. Like, when you really just decide to look at it, when he was in that uh, rally at Alabama last month, and he was like, ah, you know, the vaccines, the vaccines. I I got the vaccine. I did (laughs) I did. You, you know, it's science. We we, we produced
2: it. <laughs> it's a little shot. It's a little shot. It's a little shot. shot. It's, a little shot. it's fine. Feel feel fine. They feel better.
3: We're better. You should get the. You should, you should really get the vaccine. And everybody started booing him.
2: And then immediately, he was
3: like, well, it's your freedoms. You know, I think you should get it. But if you don't want, it's like, <laughs> dude, you are just such a transparent asshole, man. Like, right dude, up. you don't have a fucking compass on anything. Yes. The only thing is your compass is what people that
2: like you think. Like, it's it's so God. But looking at the items I found in the guy's cabin, it's just so hilarious. Just that you can visually see the radicalization. This is like a timeline that's pushing him to the alt right. I wonder
3: if we got a. I wish we. I wish we had like a uh, for this socialism monopoly. I wish we had like a, uh, you know, like a a receipt in there that says date, (laughs) (laughs) and then. We could time it up with the release of 12. It looks like he chopped a hole in 12 rules
2: for life looking for bugs. He probably did. Yeah. yeah.
3: I mean, I'm interested. I'm actually interested to page this. I will That's, not. I mean, it is. Oh, it's really stupid. It's but it's also like 400
2: pages. He also. Uh, he, I am that, not going to read a full Jordan. Peterson I can't remember if it's in that book or his last or his one before that one. But he says that uh, he compares human beings to lobsters because lobsters he says are our common ancestor and he wrote that and then it took no time for people to be like uh, lobsters are not our common ancestors they broke off of that tree a long time ago oh, we have yeah. no relationship yeah. to lobsters but it didn't stop him from like going on a book tour and saying it repeatedly he's a
3: friends fan yeah Lobsters, yeah, they made for life. She's your lobster. She's your lobster. uh So he also has like, okay, so he has like the uh, initial email on the David Duke newsletter here. He's got um, some return mail. So if anybody wants to send David Duke anything, I don't know.
2: If you want to take a shit in a box, yeah, and take a shit, send throw it. a couple of stamps on it. Yeah,
3: give him the old stink palm. Do you ever seen a stink? Palm? Joke,
2: joking, of course. Joking, yeah. Don't joking, do of course. I'm not.
3: <laughs> um, I mean, if something happened to you know. If something from
2: vermont sent dog shit to him right? <laughs> <laughs> what can you do <laughs> that would be very funny in theory yeah
3: um but also included in here is like uh you know enclosed as a personal gift to dr duke merry christmas i am with you um so <laughs> encloses 90 dollars for the duke trilogy 100 dollars for all three autographed and free shipping uh, Twenty nine ninety five for the secret behind communism. You got to include four dollars postage yeah. on that one. So that's a little spendy on the postage. Um, four. You could get all four love, of those though. Love
2: the fact for a hundred each for. A, love the fact that you're using a socialist system to get your payment to receive the yes. secret behind communism.
3: Yeah. Um, so, or you can get all four for $100. That doesn't make any sense. So I can get all four of these for 100 or I could get three with the autograph for 100 So you really got to wait. Do you want the secret behind communism more than you want the autograph? Yeah. Maybe if you include a personal note, he'll he'll yeah. throw you a bone. Like, hey, Dr. D, only got 100 on me, man, but yeah. I need that autograph. <laughs> but, like, this right here, I don't even want to read this. Oh, don't, don't, don't read it.
2: The whole newsletter is about a certain group of people trying to steal Christmas and change it from. Oh, my God. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> so there's then, a Grinch with a Star of David on <laughs> Dude, this is
3: gross, dude. I don't it's even want this in my awful. house. awful. I'm going to have to burn this.
2: But isn't that insane? It's just like a trail of breadcrumbs that leads crazy. right to white supremacy. Did you dig in the holes at all for some hidden money, maybe? Oh, I told my dad right away. I was like, I'm not joking. You guys got to get a metal detector. Oh, yeah. I'll sweep this whole place. <laughs> yeah. We're going to find some gold in There here. is
3: cash in them walls. <laughs>
2: Well, it's too bad. So
3: he was a nice guy for a long time, and then it just yeah. went downhill. And then his wife left, and everything just went off the deep end. Well, um, okay. All right. Well, thanks. Um, There's your gifts. Maybe we'll have a, uh, when we get to Twitch up, we'll do a little Monopoly Socialism night, huh?
2: <laughs> that actually would be really
3: Honestly, health care for all hospitals. How ridiculous. That's actually meant in a
2: negative light. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. What world do we live in also if anybody's interested you know i'm obsessed with that and they don't need a plug but that podcast behind the bastards Ah, oh, yeah there's a great uh multi-part thing on uh, the birth of the american nazi party and the birth of the american alt-right and he, oh, okay. he talks about david duke a lot in that and what a piece of shit he is yeah man nuts uh. man Yeah, and Duke definitely
3: plays up his Trump connection on that newsletter because I saw two pictures of Donald Trump on there. You know, the media owes Donald Trump and David Duke an apology. Oh, man, it's, you know, out of all the craziness that went on with that Trump presidency. Um, I don't think Donald Trump is like a guy that goes to KKK rally.
2: No, 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 no. No, like the hyperbole of him like literally being Hitler. Speaking of stuff being dumb on both sides, like I never agreed with the portrait of him as a white supremacist himself. I don't even think he's a white supremacist. I just don't think he even thinks about it because the only thing he thinks about is himself. So anything that is saying he's good, he's going to agree with the problem is he
3: attracted a lot of that attention. Oh, absolutely. And his narcissism won't let him disavow it. Won't let him disavow it. And then it's, it's, um, it's an endorsement by the fact that he just won't do anything about it. Yeah. So at that point, I guess you are a fucking, (laughs) you know, yeah, you are a fucking white
2: supremacist. Yes. If you can't out and out. By default, yes. Yes. But I never agreed with people saying like, oh, he's a blatant racist. He's like, he is, but not because he views like white people as higher than other races. Yeah. I don't think it has anything to do with
3: that. No, The only thing that goes through that guy's head is like, when is my McDonald's coming? Yeah. That's it. Like, where's my and, Diet Coke? And aren't I great? Yeah, that's it. Yep. Like, he
2: has a one-track mind, and it all centers around his own self-pleasures. Yep. That's it. Do you know what I'm super happy that we have? What? Because it's the perfect way to get off of this? What? Play the soundbite. Oh, what? This? So what's
3: the deal with politics?
1: I don't get it.
3: Am I right,
2: people?
1: T- <laughs> <laughs> It's a perfect,
2: it's a perfect yeah.
3: dismount. It's actually great. So when we get on these rants, oh God, we're 40 minutes in. I know. You had to know this was going to take up some time. Uh, yeah. Hey, so if you're not here for the politics, I'm sorry. But when I get handed a Monopoly Socialism Board, I'm probably going to go on a little bit of rant. That's yeah. going to get us going for a little bit. But these are interesting items. Oh, yeah. It's a great, it's a great uh, dive into the mind. It is. And we got a few friends that I think are going to go down this hole someday. Yeah. Like, this is
2: very close.
3: Yeah, it's getting there. Oh, it's getting there. I just really wish that, like, they would realize people that go down this hole, like, you got a lot more in common with people right next to you that have different political opinions. Oh, yeah. yeah. Than you do with anybody that you're putting up on a pedestal here. Yeah. And they don't think highly of you at all. Yep. You're a means to an end. Yeah. I'm sorry. Donald Trump would not piss on you if you're on fire. Yeah. He would not. He would if you were on the street begging for money. He would probably spit on you before he gave you a dime.
2: The best way to keep power is keep the working class fighting amongst itself. And they've done a great job. Oh yeah,
3: yeah. And, I mean, we talked about the issue of the fifteen dollars an hour minimum wage. Yeah, and how they demonize that. Yeah, and it's just it's amazing that people making twenty five dollars an hour are like think of McDonald's workers as like these serfs that yeah. don't deserve a living wage. And it's like. Dude, do you have any idea the kind of people you're agreeing with on this? Mm-hmm. Pretty gross. Pretty gross. But hey, I, it's not even their fault. They've just been like inundated with this shit their whole life. Oh, yeah. And it's just either some, you know, and like I, there was a point in my life where I was like that. Yeah. It's really easy to go down that rabbit hole. I'm, th- I'm so glad I got out of it. Oh,
2: yeah. I'm so glad
3: too. it gets dark.
2: Yeah. All it took was watching uh, <laughs> reading up on FDR. And that really kind of opens your eyes a little bit, too. Oh, yeah. Like, not all socialism's evil.
3: No. Oh, man. We really hear it again. Yep.
2: So what's
1: the deal
3: with politics?
2: I don't get it.
3: Am I right, people? <laughs> Look up Kramer messes oh, up Jerry's apartment on YouTube, great. and you see the face that he does. <laughs> okay. Uh, We got to move on. Yeah. We absolutely. Is there any other things that we need to get through
2: from here? No.
3: Okay. That was all right. it. All right. Uh, should we get into listener appreciation? Yep. Okay.
0: It's only because I'm so in love.
3: No. No, <laughs> no. no. it's because I'm so in love with you. Uh, yeah. we love- All right. I'm just going to fade it down. Let's yeah. get it cooking here. Okay. So we got the Holy Trinity. Depressed Kenobi uh, notifying me that Obi-Wan had a bisexual relationship with Bail Organa. Not surprised. Also, Eliza was involved in that. Drop of magic on Twitter. A depressed Kenobi. The Holy Trinity. Good for
2: him. Yeah. I mean, next, Jimmy Smits. Well, yeah. He's a looker. The Stu John stud. That's a good looking yeah. couple. If oh yeah. Decided to. He's tickling we'll all sorts of fancies. <laughs> <laughs> the Athorian
3: historian. I wish that it's I back, baby. It on me, baby you all right. Stop it. Stop it. All right. And of course, the president of Norway, the international man of mystery. What do we know about Ilno? We know he's the president. Talk to that guy about some democratic yeah. socialism. We know he's the president of Norway. Yep. We got to ask him some cool. We got to have Ilno on the pod and ask him about the 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 Nordic model. Yeah. That's one of my favorite
2: uh, words, the Nordic model. The nightmare that is <laughs> the Nordic model.
3: <laughs> the socialism
2: yeah. that his country's put out. Yeah. Under. So
3: Ilno, if you could uh, you know, be our uh, resident war journalist and report in, <laughs> From the nightmare that is Oslo. (laughs) That'd be great. But yes, oh, you'll know. Sorry, I didn't play the music on time. And, of course, Eliza, a.k.a. Drop of Magic, on Twitter. G.L.E., the official artisan of pod. You are a bold one. Celine in Paris, the Parisian princess. Jules El Davio. We will get to Jules' mail here in a moment. Uh, Liv, a.k.a. Darth Clink, on Twitter. And of course, who could forget the official retweeter of the pod?
0: Traveling through hyperspace in like my dust and crops, boy. I'm looking everywhere
3: I go. Da, 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 looking looking for a home in the heart, in the heart of the country. country. That is going to be the one, the only rural farm boy who tweeted out that he was watching the latest, listening to the latest episode today I got here. I love when he tweets. Yeah. About, said, um, boss is away, farm boy gonna play. <laughs> Next in my Friday afternoon workday playlist is episode 82 at Clonecast Pod, season 4, episode 15, Deception. And some side shenanigans, as always. (laughs) Give the boys a listen. (laughs) He fucking rules. God, he has curated, like, the greatest account. I know. I fucking love it. And, of course, who could forget? You gotta have a you know, Holy Trinity, you gotta have some people to do battle with. We need those evil fuckers to come in yeah. here. The four horsemen of the email apocalypse, Noah abloit. Wade, death, Steven, feast or famine. Feast mode Steven is engaged. <laughs> and finally, the leader. Joshua war the archangel and then of course isaac checked in with me today not fully caught up yet but he'll be caught up soon enough did he mention where he's at i didn't get it okay but he he's almost there Uh, and then of course we are a member of the padawans podcasting network wayfinder pod at wayfinder pod check them out from a certain point of skew at f-a-c-p-a-p-o-d vader's thoughts at vader thinks and the jar jar thinks pod at Jar Jar. Thanks, Laura, Michaela, and Jess. Hey, Michaela. How's it going? All right. Should we get to the mailbag?
2: Yeah. The message after the message. Greetings, exalted
3: one. Allow me
2: to introduce myself. you go.
3: All right, so we got two to get to, and then we got to play something as well. All right, so pick one of these. Okay, so that's from Golf Mike. Yes! (laughs) Okay. (coughs) Oh, no, my throat. (laughs) We're way too soon for it to be doing this. Way too soon. Oh, no, we're in trouble. We haven't even got to the episode yet. All right, so Golf Mike wrote in, and Mike has his name listed as Mike Hawk, um, which I think... If you say it fast enough, it could resemble my cock. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. I didn't know that was his last name. Neither did I. Very unfortunate. So it's all in Spanish, by the way. Um, So I had to put it through Google Translate. So I don't know if this is going to be a perfect translation, but it's as good as we got because I don't speak Spanish. So this is your friend, Golf Mike. Usually I'd say something nice about your podcast, but I'm afraid I'm in trouble right now. Look. I'm going on a solo trip with my girlfriend and I need to know when it's appropriate to start holding hands with a girlfriend. I've been dating my girlfriend since April. So I think we're going pretty easy, but I'm afraid that holding hands at this point in a relationship might be holding us a little too fast. Please notify love your friend. Golf. Mike uh, PS. I really like Adam. I bet you have clean hair, even cleaner <laughs> now. Golf. Mike. Yeah. You got a haircut. Um, now, obviously, I think some of the translations probably a little yeah, off yeah, because yeah. Google Translate sure. is perfect, but it's the best we got. Um, So, Golf Mike, um, I tweeted about it. Um, I, I think I subtweeted Golf Mike and I was like, hey, no, I've I said, hey, you know, write in, um, next time write in English, I don't speak Spanish or something like that. And Ty from Wayfinder Pod jumped in and he said something about puzzles. Golf Mike, puzzles, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the account it came from was an account i'm not gonna read their full email address but puzzles is in the name of the gmail account so i said oh so you just outed yourself i was right it is you and then he's like not me and now maybe it's darth lady shah Uh. ty's wife and co-host of a wayfinder pod so that is my current prime suspect okay is darth lady shah
2: i don't know we gotta look through this thing for clues then
3: yeah this is fun yeah it's a caper it is a caper, but I don't <laughs> get it. I don't know yet. I still don't. Once I know, I will know. But right now, we're still. I don't get it. But I think we're getting we're
2: getting hotter. Yeah. So, Darth Lady Shaw, prime we'll, suspect. We'll take another look within two episodes. If we got nothing, we're gonna need another clue. Oh, this is fun. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. It's all very <laughs> exciting for Gotta us. Find my magnifying. Oh, glass. it is
3: a. Good one. Okay. All right. So we also have an email from Jules. Hola, Jules again. So firstly, I promise I am not Golf Mike. Okay, so (laughs) cross him off the list of candidates. Here, why don't you read this one? Let me rest my throat for a minute. This is an experiment. We're going to have Adam read Jules' email here. So I can rest my throat for a moment. So
2: firstly, I promise I am not Golf Mike. I think the best evidence of this is my uh, continuing use of hotmail. And yes. Then in parentheses, he says, uh, I do not have multiple Twitters. I lack lack the executive function to update my email. So he's like, because I gave you shit about now. That I would Hotmail.
3: say, though, um, I think a prime a prime email account for a golf, Mike would be like AOL dot com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Hotmail would actually probably be my second choice. Yeah. of Maybe Yahoo. Yahoo would be great. Yahoo, that was also yep. an OG. I think AOL.com is probably like... I think AOL or Yahoo would be the two yeah, be big two. ones. Yeah,
2: so Jules is safe. I trust Jules. My step-grandpa, who was an executive in Chicago, <laughs> still used his AOL email address. Really? <laughs> yeah. People... Yeah, there's people out there who still have it. Uh, but we might also be able to make a time zone argument as well. Uh, I also lack the ability to time delay tweets, although I think... That is a thing that bots do. So must
3: be possible. I think Jules could time delay tweets, but she is in a different time zone That's in America. Yeah. So unless
2: she gets like a VPN or something. Oh then we're getting
3: technical. Once we get to like a VPN sponsor, like Nord VPN. If you're
2: listening, we got listeners for you, baby. <laughs> we got bidets and VPNs. Ah. Oh yeah. Secondly, although I've really loved being shouted out on the pod, I'm very happy to not be as the audience grows. So just let us know. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going anywhere. And I'm very happy to ask myself, what does your heart tell you? Should there be any question of whether I matter? So thanks for letting us know. I'm glad that you know we love you. Yes. Book wise, I read Light of the Jedi and loved it. Uh, And I got caught up with Wayfinder Pod on it, though I'm a bit confused about the time delay with that pod and whether I can slash should try to interact on that now. Well, they banked a bunch of them.
3: Yeah. Ahead of time. I don't know what chapter they're on. I, you'd have to tweet them. But they're probably like 30 or 40. Yeah. Chapter where they're at for recording. Because they were initially just going to release them all. Start releasing in January. And then they pushed it up. So they just wanted to bank a bunch. Yep. So but they're, they're pretty deep in with the amount of records they did. So you, if you're going to join in on that, I think it would be like 30 or 40. Uh, you'd have to
2: tweet them, though. Okay. Um, also, an idea I had. I was thinking about, because I just picked up Heir to the Empire, and I am going to start reading it. And I started sure. reading Plagueis again. Um, I got through another couple of chapters yesterday. Um, but I do want to read Light of the Jedi. I was thinking about buying the audiobook. And doing, doing High Republic all audiobooks. That would be good. I'll keep you posted on
3: that. Uh, they did just release Tempest Runner, which was uh, audio drama.
2: Ooh. Very good. Okay. It's good stuff. I'd recommend. Uh, house and Lego-wise, I've built many chairs, so many shelves. So we've been putting yeah. up shelves like crazy. Oh, we weekend. like shelves here. Uh, and we're sure to bemoan the lack of uh, Norwegian flat pack furniture vendor throughout now you're closer
3: to them so you're gonna have to go you could you know get hop on a boat and go over to sweden and beat up some swedes until they give you an ikea yeah yeah that's my advice
2: i just lost my place oh uh, sorry oh in addition to the ahsoka tastic clone tank set which you already built oh it's up on one i got the 501st set with the speeder in the atrt which you I got I also that one built. too yes <laughs> Um, and all of the lego is really cool yes and those are two great sets they're great and fun and they're very versatile yeah and they're not that
3: crazy expensive no they're uh they're both about the 30 dollar price point i actually think i got
2: the atrt for 20 oh nice yeah It's it's a fun one uh in the uk we would say one lego brick two lego bricks and then at a not easily countable number number use lego for the plural OK, so not like goes, but like go yes. for plural. I kind of like that. So for like a modern wishing of bad fortune for enemies, we would possibly first say, I hope their tea always goes cold. But after that, probably I hope they step on a Lego. Yes, because that's very painful.
3: It is. It's uh, it was a it was a big meme. Remember for a long time, it was like it was like um, you would see something like, um, I don't know, like a tank or something. And like, how do you defeat this? And, and they'd be like, one, one blocky boy. And they put it like a Lego. Did you see that challenge?
2: There's a challenge going around for a while. I can't remember what social media platform it was on. But people were running on a treadmill or walking on a treadmill. Yeah. And then they just started sprinkling Legos on the treadmill. And it was Oof. how long you could walk. Oh.
3: <laughs> I'd rather
2: walk across fire. It looked awful. Yeah. Uh, I think, and maybe you and or the clone Castanovas can help, that the more marketed at adults expensive sets, maybe they can't be played with in the same way. True.
3: Um, yeah, I mean my more expensive sets, I I don't know. Like most of the sets I've built so far, you would probably speak better of this. Do they become like if she got like a really big gunship or something? Yep.
2: Are they just kinda clunky then? In the next line she says, like the Republic gunship looks really cool, but it also looks like the scale of it would mean Ahsoka from the, the Ahsoka tank set. <coughs> might be on the wrong scale size uh if that's the case i might swim swim in the more playable with waters at least for now that's very true um some of the bigger sets the scale is correct because the minifig is one size right yeah um i know the republic the republic gunship is much bigger um and then there are like the a-wing that i want to pick up is a bigger scale the uh the snow speeder as well is a bigger scale so okay. a lot of those bigger more expensive the collector ones with the little plaque yeah typically are at a larger so scale they
3: definitely they definitely get away from like this is a toy to this is a collector's item
2: right yeah but there is some crossover like the 800 hundred dollar millennium falcon that is actually to scale and you can fit four minifigs in the cockpit but it costs 800 bucks so damn okay uh aside from all of that you both are brilliant and continue uh-huh. to delight me, and I really appreciate it.
3: Well, thank you, Jules. Thanks Jules, for checking in. Thank you so much. We love hearing from you. Um, we do have one more bit of mail to get to, and it's a fair bit of gloating. Yes, from one of our favorite <laughs> listeners, the one and only authoritarian historian, the champion of the Clonecast clone named Bracket. Um, so we will play that for you right now. You try anything to get some relief from your nasal allergy symptoms. You're goddamn right. But before you change your life...
2: Oh, when's he gonna say it? Make an easier change. Ask your doctor about Flonase. Jeez, all know. these nasal allergy symptoms.
0: Sneezing, itchy, runny nose, and congestion. <laughs> <Milky> <laughs> you don't want any, of, any of that! Today relieves them all, all day and night. Side effects are generally mild and may include... Story
2: <laughs> and Sims, story? You
0: just won the Super Bowl what are
1: you doing next i'm gonna go
0: to- get an
2: autograph kelsey grammar photo of the beast from the x Men, but it is isn't autographed by him it's, it's autographed by adam and tom i just i can't even believe it right now <laughs> i want to make sure we recognize matt and team wet, wet spot what a
1: <laughs> what a contest and and celine you know it's just an honor to be in this tournament and everyone should be so proud to just be here. Anything's possible! <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: Kevin Garnett's shout out there. Well, congratulations, Authorian Astoria. Congrats. You did it. Yes. You used the Garrick bump <laughs> and pushed Flonase <laughs> across the finish line. You dragged Flonase's dead corpse across the finish
2: now line. Now, what we really need, we need an artist rendition of what Clone Trooper Flonase would look like.
3: Yes. Jailie has been AFK for a bit. I've not heard from Jailie for a bit. Okay, she may be on a sabbatical, but that's certainly something that maybe Jailie would do for us. Um, my well, friend, she
2: did say she reached out and said that she was taking a break from artwork for a while because while. she had gotten. But a she's still job tweeting or a bit, so like I haven't that. heard her tweeting okay. for
3: a bit. Um, I don't know. Sometimes people just step away for a bit. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. sure she's still listening. Um, but I would say so, Jailie. If she's if she's super busy, my friend Lauren would do it for us
2: hey um
3: lauren has actually listened to a few lately oh really and she yeah she shared our latest episode art and encouraged people to listen awesome yeah and
2: she's got quite a following
3: cool um she's on a youtube channel that's really successful do you want to give her a plug uh it's the channel is called how to make everything i think they got like a million subs on youtube um she is at laurenopolis on instagram um yeah, she's one of my really good friends here. Uh, but yeah, you could check her out on how to make everything. She has a much larger audience <laughs> than us, so she doesn't need <laughs> this. But but her boyfriend, she's like, I don't know much about the Clone Wars, but um, I think her boyfriend was having her watch some Bad Batch episodes. Ooh, And I was like, well, you should probably tell him about the pot. Yeah. Whoa. So we, <laughs> and he's a tall guy. So Whoa, he, might be, he might be taller than you. Really? Yeah, so we might have a new Tall's Clone Castanova. If he gets in on this, Every once I I'll can- have
2: to find out his height. I, cannot t- I haven't met him because of the pandemic. I cannot tell you how satisfying it is to come across someone that's taller than me. I think he might be. It- I don't know. You all look the same to me. Just yeah. freaks. And everybody else looks the same to us. Yeah. It's it's wonderful you're how things all work little. like that.
3: So I don't know. I have to find out. So you're 6'4", right? Yeah. I'll get back to you on that. All right. How interesting would be if we had a taller clone cast in over the years? Maybe we do. That'd be nuts. We don't know heights of people. Yeah. The only height we really know is Tom. <laughs> That's the only one that gets any discussion. Because <laughs> it's clearly like my one little thing of self-esteem that just <laughs> sticks in my side at all times. <laughs> I would be a insufferable son of a bitch if I was six feet tall. <laughs>
2: Well, this is this is God's
3: way of uh, humbling, cur- curbing me. that. Yeah, he's humbling me. Yeah,
2: he was like, oh, we better make this guy a little bit more well-rounded.
3: Yeah, we, we got gotta, we gotta to knock him down a of size. Of you know, I would be I would probably be a world dictator at this point. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> All right. So thank you to everybody that reached out to us. Um, it was really fun doing that bracket. Yeah, too. golf, Mike. <laughs> golf, Mike. The mystery continues. Give us another uh, drop us another hint when you feel like it.
2: Actually, this this email makes it sound like Golf Miguel. Oh,
3: yes. The plot thickens. Maybe it's Enrique. <laughs> 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 Enrique the great reveal. It's <laughs> Golf Mike. Oh, uh, yes. But yes, Golf Mike, Jules, El Davio, and of course the one and only champion of the clone cast, clone name Bracket. One of the OGs. Holy Trinity, Thorian historian all right uh we do have a new movie in the time warp should we do it yep right. shut up I mute you all right so we do have a new number one song in America as well uh, problem is it's this it so as you know this was the number one song before sexy and I know it yep so they're just trading blows at this point. Yep. We don't so, do rebates. Yeah, we're not going to do any guessing there. But this one, uh, we will let you guess. We have a new number one movie. So Underworld lasted a week. And now we got another one. Now this stars... I'll give you two hints. This stars somebody who um, was in one of the prequels.
2: Oh, okay.
3: And you have guessed this movie before. Oh, multiple times. I think you've guessed this Did movie. Did they start before. in
2: one of the prequels or multiple prequels? One of the prequels. One of the prequels. Um is the person Liam Neeson. It is Qui-Gon Jinn. Okay. And you have guessed this movie before. Is it the classic Wolf thriller The Gray? It is The Gray. Yes. <laughs> Liam Neeson number 1 in America. I don't know if we said the air date. The air date oh, was God, January yes. 27th, 2012. January
3: 27th, 2012. God, I can't believe I pulled yep. that. Liam Neeson, I knew you were going to get it. You've guessed the gray before. That was in that run. Yes, it was. All right. Um I suppose it's episode time finally. <laughs> yeah. Like We've an actually gone over hour an hour and a
2: half into this thing.
3: This, you know, last one, the last episode went 2 hours and 7 minutes. Um that was a minute short of our longest episode. Our longest episode was Overlords, which was the first of the Mortis arc. Yeah. I think we're we're going to eclipse it here. Yeah. So let's get into it. Okay. Do it.
0: Hello.
1: General Kenobi. Ororo,
2: Charles.
0: we will have to dance another time. On
2: the road again. Good that tweet that perfectly sums up. Life I love is music
3: Ooh,
2: how can friend. he be such a dick, but simultaneously be so cool? He's so cool. He's one of the coolest bad guys. He is a horrible bastard. Oh, he really is. So so
3: cool. Now I've lost my notes. Oh, there they are. I handed them to you to read the email. Here we go. All right. So season four is it episode sixteen? Right. Yep. 16 uh, friends and enemies. So where we left off uh, Hardee's a.k.a. Obi-Wan Kenobi in disguise as Rico Hardine, famed assassin of Obi-Wan Kenobi. You probably have to listen to the first episode for that <laughs> to make any fucking sense. Um, he uh, escaped the Coruscant prison with Cad Bane and evil morale um, Evo is a big gangster that has connections with Count Dooku. The Jedi are trying to foil a plot to ca- um, to capture, uh, kidnap Chancellor Palpatine, correct? Yes. Um, so, Palpatine, playing both sides as he does, you know, this guy is just, he's impressive. Yes, he, he really is. is. This episode, I was like, he's so good. He's a shifty one. Oh, he's a slippery <laughs> peak. Um, so, Obi-Wan was basically given a massive rhinoplasty. They did a facial reconstruction surgery with a shot. Very high-tech shit. He swallowed a little bug thing, a June bug. That <laughs> <It> changed <laughs> his voice. Um, so he is in disguise as Rico Hardeen. Um, so uh, they are actually in a ship that they jacked from a Quarren and Coruscant, and they are going to head to Hutta. Now, Hutta is the famed homeworld of the Hutts. Um, that's where they all hang out. We've been there before with Obi-Wan. Um, when they were tracking Zad Bane and uh, Zero the Hut. Yep. Um, and Cad Bane was also tracking Zero yes. the Hut, I should say. um, And he was there with uh, Quinlan Vos.
2: Yes, Obi-Wan was there with Quinlan Voss. That was the famed jumping episode. Yes. And Lots of jumping. Zero was there with Snice Noodles. Who is singer is still hanging out and one. we'll get to that. That was the fanboat episode.
3: Yep. So, uh Obi-Wan is piloting the ship. I like it when Obi-Wan pilots yeah. cuz I, you know, I told you a master and apprentice when I read that. He it was actually that, like yeah. a really good pilot, but then he had like a really shifty little incident with close it. Close call. He, close calls and he had to. He was forced into it and he just never was never the same form. him. And that's a master apprentice. Um uh, but yeah, he's flying the ship as they're coming into the atmosphere of Nal Hutta and he's actually going to just flat out crash it. The ship isn't in distress really, but Obi-Wan is going to crash it into a swamp so it just gets sucked up by Nal Hutta. Uh, they don't want to be tracked cuz yep. they stole this thing. So it's a hot ship.
2: And that was one thing that cuz Bane even pointed out. He was like, "What are you doing? Like you're going to you're going to crash this thing." And that's when Obi-Wan's like, "Yeah, that's kind of yeah, the point." So we can't be tracked. Yes. We're fugitives.
3: Um and Evo who is pretty much uh, I mean, Evo is the most useless
2: member of this. Troop. Evo is like along for the ride.
3: Yes. But as useless as he is, he is the paper holder. So he is the one that's going to be paying out checks here. And he is the one that has the end with Dooku. So it's really his mission. And they're just taking orders from him. he's really the boss. But he does nothing of note. No, he just is there. Yep. Looking like the fucking Green Goblin from <laughs> Spider-Man one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, he crash lands the ship in a swamp. It actually like breaks in half. Um, yeah, it
2: was a cool effect.
3: Yeah, it was. Um, it, so it crashes in the swamp and they all get out. They all, they don't have fucking seat belts, by the way. <laughs> it's like, how you crash land? So why couldn't you just land it nicely on the swamp and then it slowly gets Let's, sucked down? Yeah. I they I,
2: gotta have some kind of like weird technology that there's gotta be. Equalizes something. the gravity inside the cockpit. I mean, I would guess Cause they would all be bloody pulps. <laughs> at the end of that crash. Well, it was wasn't not something. it looked bad. Yeah, the ship broke in half.
3: And it was very a violent crash. The so the
2: cockpit went toppling away yeah. from the rest of the ship.
3: So how they survived and came away relatively unscathed? I don't get it. I don't get it. You know? I don't get it. I don't know. Anyways, um so they get out of there. Oh, and by the way, when they're about to crash, <laughs> they hit like two pterodactyls on the way down. <laughs> yeah, <they> do- <laughs> Like, it's like when you're driving on a freeway and just a bug just splatters on your windshield. It's hilarious
2: because as they were coming down, there were, like, a bunch of them flying. And you could see them, like, whipping was past. Was it pterodactyls or was it, like, Minox? I think they're Minox. Okay. I think. Um, But, yeah, you see them, like, whipping past the ship. Yeah. But then once they get on, like, kind of the plane and they're headed down, it's like two or three of them just smack the like windshield.
3: It's really funny. Um. So, uh... Eval is really impressed with Hardy's um and compliments him. And Cat Bain is still really like I don't know about this Hardy guy. Yeah, you know. Um, but they're gonna head to what's called the Bilbosa Bazaar, and they're gonna have to get a new ship and they gotta get some new gear. Fatigue. Yeah, they gotta get some new fatigues. Cause they're literally like in these prison jumpers. Um, so they're in those big orange jumpsuits that are so famous. Um, I love how in a galaxy far, far away, it's the prison jumpsuits are
2: still orange yep. and they just stand out. <laughs> what if Joe Arpaio, after uh, getting reinstated, yes. went on the run and found his way to Coruscant?
3: I could see Joe pa- Joe Arpaio actually running like a prison system on Nalhada. Yeah, like I that. too. He looks like a hut, yeah. really. I mean, Sheriff Joe, <laughs> he's a slug. <laughs> He's a literal he's like a he's like a human slug. Yeah. That's what he looks like. Yeah. I bet you he's very slimy in person. Yeah. Like if you touch him, he's probably, you know, some goop constantly on him. wet. Yeah. <laughs> he's wet. <laughs> he's a wet boy. <laughs> um so yeah, so they're going into the Bilbosa bazaar to get a new ship, get some gear. Um they walk by some local security who pays them no mind and I find it really funny cuz like they're like, "Oh, look out, it's the local security." And they're, so they're like, oh, they can't see us. But they walk right by him, plain as day, and they like duck they down like, just a little bit. They slightly hunch. Yes, it- but you're in the middle of this like crowd. It's you're, you're not really doing anything. You're just hunching down a little bit and for no s- reason. They're
2: still wearing bright orange jumpsuits. Yes. So if anything, I would say the crouching makes them more conspicuous. Yes. Than just walking normally. It's mind boggling. But the
3: security isn't even paying attention to them yeah. when they walk by. They're like busy tormenting some random person on the street
2: it is funny that we had that long conversation about libertarianism because now does seem like a libertarian's paradise oh yeah Not a whole lot of rules and regulations going on, on yeah Nal like Huda. the security forces there are all like privately
3: contracted by the rich yeah which is exactly how it would be and like if you
2: really boil it all down maybe that's where my uh cabin neighbor's headed he's going to now yeah. <laughs> oh, that he's on the lamb yeah <laughs> He's going to go meet up with Rico
3: <laughs> Um He'd fit in nicely there. Yeah, You know, I'm sure taxes are low. What do you think?
2: What do you think? What kind of. I uh, don't know if you would agree with uh, a, a pawn shop owner named Pablo. Though. Yes. He might have. So, yeah. Issue with that.
3: OK, so the first place they had is Pablo's pawn shop. Now, Pablo is a Rodian. Did not expect to see a Rodian called Pablo.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, I know.
3: Um, but yeah, so Pablo, the Rodian, um, they go in there and they're grabbing some gear. They're dressing up uh obi-wan gets himself a cool looking helmet very similar to the helmet that leia has in return of the jedi when she goes to try to rescue han um bane gets a new hat cad bane gets a new hat very lovely it's you know the flat brim he's got the filoni look
2: yeah he's the filoni it's and i did find it funny that he says something earlier where he's like i don't like to stand out but then he gets, like, a unique hat that Yeah, and, and, and out.
3: Obi-Wan, a.k.a. Hardy's, is just kind of like, well, for somebody who doesn't want to stand out, yeah, that hat, sure, you know.
2: And then later in the episode, it comes back.
3: Yes. Yeah, and, uh, yeah we'll say something about that later. Um, so, after they pick out their clothes, Bane starts criticizing Pablo's selection of weapons. And it's like, hey, where can I get some actual good weapons? And Pablo's kind of like, hey, beggars can't be choosers. You're on the lamb here. You can get what, you know, this is what I got. Uh, Bane immediately takes umbrage with this and he has a toothpick you know because he's constantly he he like grabs the toothpick and he puts it right up to his throat to pablo's throat and he's like i i, I kind of believe that cad bane could probably kill this Rodian with a toothpick oh yeah yeah.
2: i, I mean, could imagine he's done a lot worse with a lot less
3: <laughs> yeah i mean it's a toothpick so you probably just poke him in an, you know in like an artery <laughs> yeah. or something you know i <laughs> cad bane is a devilish man and so you know he 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 roughs up Pablo a little bit, and then they get out of there. Uh, Hardy's tries to throw some credits to the Twi'lek. I think that's probably the Rodian's girlfriend and assistant. That's what it seems like. He tries to give him some credits for their trouble, and they're like, "Nah, you know, get away, get out of here." Um, And so we. Exit the pawn shop. Obi Wan
2: does seem very uh, exasperated after that, too. Like, he yeah, seems. The defeated. look on Obi
3: Wan's face is he's just like, oh, this is awful. He doesn't he like. He feels having, really bad for these people. He
2: doesn't like having to put innocence in danger.
3: No. Um, so, after this, they leave the pawn shop, and we're going to get a little bit of conversation. It's
2: going to be our first clip of the episode. That traitor's heard worse threats than yours, Bane. Probably calling the huts right now, seeing what kind of bounty there is on us.
0: Max, on this slime pool, everybody's an outlaw. Besides, they'll be looking for three of us. So we're splitting up. You find a ship, we'll get weapons. Not so fast. If it's all the same to you, I'll get the weapons. It's not the same to me. You crash the ship, you get us a new one. It does seem fair. Thank you. Glad you showed up, Evo Moral. (laughs) As soon as we have a ship, we ditch Hardeen. Really? We'll throw him to the huts. While they interrogate him, we'll be long gone. Tell me, is this business or personal?
3: Both. Okay, so the plan is to ditch Hardeen as soon as he scores a ship for them. So, uh, we get to the car dealership, I guess we'll call it. <laughs> yeah. It's like the Bith used car lot. Yes. Um, Obi-Wan, a.k.a. Hardys, is there bartering with this Bith. Um, in the last episode, Adam mentioned that the Bith mouth looks strikingly similar to a butthole. Yep. Um, I can't not see that similar now. Similar
2: model in this episode as well.
3: Yes. So uh, he's talking to the butthole. Um, and as he's kind of bartering with me, he goes under the ship and you see him place a homing device on it. So he's going to be tracking this ship. Um, he ends up striking a deal shortly after that, and Cad and Eval just happen to walk up at that time. Uh, they both have weapons on them, and uh, Rico Hardy is like, hey, where, where's my weapon? And they're like, well, you're not coming with us, so you're not getting a weapon. And Obi-Wan obviously has an issue with this, and so he's like, what do you mean? You know, like, I'm in on this too, blah, 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 this and that. Um, and Evil, who seems to like Hardy. Yeah. Like who seems to really be like, this guy's been kind of useful, is just like, I'm going to let you two figure this out. He's the one calling the shots. Why don't you think you'd just be like, no, he's coming with. He's just along for the ride. It's very strange, because they played him up in the first episode. It's just like, gangster, it's super dangerous yeah. and this stuff. But he's totally
2: like deferring to Cad Bane. It seems like he, Cad-, Cad Bane's on his payroll. Yeah. In, I, I, yeah, I don't get it. Because the second that they're off, too, Cad Bane says you said you're, you said yourself you're free so pay me i'm i'm done i'm out of here so it seems like cad bane's trying to get his payment he to wants to get away get from get out him. of there yeah so maybe holding on to hardeen would have been a good idea yes um oh and it, uh 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 eval was the one that paid for the ship as well cuz that comes up later
3: yes okay yeah, so Eval pays the Bith at this point, um, and then they're going to get out of there. Uh, Obi-Wan is, hey, like, no, like I'm coming with... He starts to walk up the stairs to get on the ship. Um, as that's going on in the distance, you see Pablo, the Rodian, and his Twi'lek girlfriend walking up with some Gamororian guards, the pig guards, yep. the orc pigs, um, and... Harding's like, hey, I'm not leaving until I get my cut of this, blah, blah, blah. And Cad Bane's like, well, I'll give you your cut right now. I'm not going to kill you. And he just kind of like sprays him in the face with he's some gas. Like, he's got
2: like a gas gauntlet.
3: Yeah. Pretty sweet. So he hits him with the gas and then he kicks him off the stairs. Um, Obi-Wan is very stunned at this and kind of comes to, you see the Gamorrean guards and um, the Twilight and the Rodian come over and they knock him out then. Cad Bane and... <laughs> I love it how like... They're right there, and the next scene, it's just kind of like, they want Cad Bane as well. These guards want Cad Bane. They want evil morale. They want to take all three of them into custody. They were right behind them.
2: Yeah, they don't put up much of a chase.
3: No, they just settle for Obi-Wan, even though they want all three. It's
2: very weird. Yeah. Um, one other thing to note, the the ship that they did purchase, I wrote down the model of it. It
3: looks like a school... No, no, the school bus is the second bus. The second yeah, ship. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: No, this one is a... Uh, a YV-666 light freighter. Uh, and you would know it, anybody that's read the expanded series and has looked at the essential guide to vehicles and stuff. It's the ship that Bosk drives. Okay. So, Bosk's ship is called the Tooth. Okay. that's one of these ships.
3: Nice. Okay. So, we got a Bosk ship sighting. Um, so, Obi-Wan comes to, and he's hanging upside down in this interrogation room. Um, and Obi-Wan's like, hey, what's going on here? And they're like, well, you're a guest, of the huts, and by guess they mean you are the hut's prisoner. Uh, what? What? Okay, so the interrogator. There's two Gamorrean guards in there, but the interrogator is a rocky boy. Yeah, I forgot to look that yep. species up. Uh, I'll man. look it up now. Nikto.
2: Nikto. N i k t. They're kind of rocky faces with spikes coming out of the sides.
3: Yeah, so it's a Nikto guard that's interrogating Obi wan Kenobi. Um, And this Nikto guard says, hey, we want information on those two partners of yours. And I'm sitting there saying, well, they were right behind you getting on the ship and you clearly saw them. So why didn't you just chase yeah. them as well? But no, you five of you circled around the guy that had just been hit with gas. Yeah. And circled him and hit him in the face with a
2: stick. Maybe they're not
3: runners. Not. Uh, it's very strange. It's very strange their strategy here. but. Nevertheless, they've decided that they want to track those two as well, and they want to bring them into custody. So Hardy is about to get. um, It's heavily implied that they're going to torture him for information, uh, but he quickly says, "No, you don't have. That's not. That won't be necessary. I put a tracking device on their ship. Uh, If you let me down here, I will give you the tracking frequency."
2: The Nikto guard too has this kind of staff, but every time he hits Obi Wan with it, he like hits the tip of it on the ground yeah i don't know if that like activates something or not
3: okay so little technical difficulty there i think we were talking about rock face
2: yeah and the staff
3: and the staff oh yeah hit the staff on the ground apparently does something with his staff yeah. i don't fucking know uh whatever but they let obi-wan down when he says hey i got the tracking information you let me down um i'll give you the tracking information so he gets let down gives him the tracking frequency and obi-wan's under the impression then that he's going to be let go um the uh what, what was it again? The rock person?
2: <laughs> uh oh god, no, I forgot
3: Nikto. The Nikto uh then says, Well, actually we're not gonna be letting you go. Um sends his Gamorrean guards out to go um hunt them down, I guess. They're gonna send some ships after them before they leave atmosphere, but then the Gammorean guards are also gonna be there to greet them. Um, so it's just Obi-Wan and the Nikto Guard. And the Nikto Guard's like, no. Uh, actually, we're going to be keeping you around here. Uh, deals changed. Deals changed. Um, so Obi-Wan um, then decides, well, I am a Jedi. So he uses the Force to unleash his shackles. He breaks his shackles. He um, falls to the ground again, and he grabs the staff when the Nikto isn't paying attention. He uses the Force to pull that staff over. He doesn't, He does the slam thing on the ground, and the nikto turns to look at him, and Obi-Wan just kicks the shit out and smokes him right in the face with this oh, yeah. thing. Like, he gets him clean. Um, he grabs his helmet that they had sitting on the counter, and he leaves. Um, so he exits... Anything Did you want to, Did you want to add something to that, or...?
2: No, so there's a part uh, before that, too, that cuts to all and Bane in the ship flying away.
3: Ah, yes. That's actually what I... That's what I was about to play, but then we had the technical difficulty. So let's play that clip. So forget everything I just said. Fuck it. That's the next scene. We'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. It's fine. We got a few days before this comes yeah. out. Or we'll leave it and it'll be interesting. Who the fuck knows? I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Okay. Yeah, so I don't get it. Um, but we're going to play this clip for you. So this is Evo Morale and Cad Bane flying away in their little ship. Yes, Count Dooku. I'm sorry I was delayed. Dooku's on the hallway. I'm free of course. now. I'll try to
0: reach Sereno as soon as possible. No more excuses, Ival. Time is running short. Yes, Count Dooku. No more excuses. You said it yourself, Ival. You're free now. I want my money. After the weapons in the ship. I have very few credits left. You'll be paid when we reach Sereno. <laughs>
1: is this who's
0: attacking us huts. how did they find us so quickly our trying to even the score the engines are fried we'll have to turn back
2: okay so the huts attack <laughs> this is the best part because in my mind, we don't actually see who's piloting those fighters, mm-hmm. but in my mind, I really hope they're huts themselves yes. that are flying like Top Gun fighters. Yeah.
3: More than likely, it's some hired hands that are not massive critters. Just let me have this. Yeah,
2: it would be so great if it would be great if it was Zero's pilots. mom.
3: Like she's had to go back into the workforce since Zero died. Mama the hut, Mama the hut, and so she. <laughs> they just give her you would have to get a literal star destroyer to cart her around. Yeah. I don't think I don't think you're, there's any fighters capable
2: Of Mama Hut. Bane saying, it's the Huts. Yeah. (laughs) That's the Huts so badly wanted it to flash cut to the cockpit and have one of those guys. So after
3: they take some damage there and they're under attack. And at that point, that's when we get the scene with the interrogator and Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan uses the force to break free, knocks him out with his little shifty pull thing. I don't know. Is it slam it on the ground? I don't know. Maybe it adds a shock to it. I don't know. It doesn't appear to shock anybody. We hit him. Anyway, so Obi-Wan is then free. So Obi-Wan leaves at that point. He sneaks by some Gamorrean guards. He crawls up onto the top of a building, and he's got his handy little hollow on him still, the secret hollow that he has. And so codenamed Ben is once again getting into yep. action. Um, and then after that, we also have a quick scene with Palpatine and one of our other friends. So there's two clips back-to-back here. They go right into each other, so I just made it one clip. So this is Obi-Wan. Hollowing uh, in to Mace and Yoda And then we have Pelps And our good buddy Annie Skywalker
2: This is Ben I apologize for being out of communication But the situation was rather tenuous I don't get it
0: Although it now appears things may be on track soon Here's what I need Have the bounty on us removed if I can win over Cat Bane, I can learn more about Evol's plot. But there can be no more complications. So no matter what reports you hear, do not contact me or send help. Oh, and one more thing. I shall need enough credits to buy a new ship. Why are you removing the bounty from the, the office. three tutors? If they're free to move, they could lead us back to Evol's operation. Very well. Keep me apprised. You look troubled, Anakin. How can they expect me to just sit here and do nothing with Obi-Wan's murder on the loose? It is possible that they do not trust you to control your feelings.
3: Ardeen killed my master. My best friend. And now he's escaping with Cad Bane and Moralo and the Jedi Council won't do anything
0: about it. I have it from a reliable source, that the fugitives were last headed towards Nal-Hatta. You cannot deny your feelings, Anakin. They are what make you special. If you believe you can stop this plot against me, I trust you. Thank you, Chancellor. You won't regret this.
3: No, I won't. All
2: right, you, you go get him, special boy. <laughs> I wrote down, Palps is laying it on a little thick.
3: little thick. I love also his, I have an inside source. It's like,
2: yeah, fucking count Dooku.
3: <laughs> <laughs> do you think Dooku knows about, I know Dooku knows a lot, but does he know anything about this grooming, you think, at all? I don't know. I mean, because when he gets, you know, when Palpatine says, do it, he's got a look on his face like, like what?
2: What? Yeah. You know, um... I bet he doesn't know anything but about But they Anakin. also
3: definitely play up the rule of two in this as well.
2: Did we? Like he like Pelptine,
3: you know, once Ventress is getting too strong, he's like, you gotta get rid of her. Yeah. It's time for her to go. Um, so they do play up the rule of two a bit. I mean, they, they train people in the Sith arts to be benefits for them, but they're yes. not trying to get them on their level.
2: Right. So I just kind of... And we did. Conf- does Dooku not get where this is going? We did confirm Dooku does know he's playing both sides because in Attack of the Clones, Dooku basically says that to Obi Wan. Yes,
3: and also, I mean, if you just look at from a practicality standpoint, they've obviously it doesn't take a rocket scientist. Yeah, to it's not it out. like Sidious' head is hood up the whole time, and he's just you know he knows who it is. Yeah. You know, it, it's not. I mean, the Plagueis book, well, not canon. It's plain as day. Okay, you know, so. Um, I think it's assumed that Dooku just absolutely knows that Palpatine and Sidious are the same person. Um and also for what Dooku wants to accomplish with the galaxy, that's a pretty powerful ally to yeah. have. And that's really I think kind of how he sucked Dooku into this whole dark side turn.
2: Um Yeah, I get the impression Dooku views the Sith as a means to an end. Yes. Dooku sees himself as I mean there
3: are means to an end, but that's like what being a Sith really is. It's using that power to get what you want. Right. I mean, so Dooku may see them. Dooku may not even want to call himself a Sith. I don't know. I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, we know in Revenge of the Sith, Palpatine's like, oh, you can't defeat him. He's a Sith Lord. And yep. Kenobi's like, well, they're a speciality. Um, so I, I don't know if Dooku would actually refer to himself as a Sith, though. I think Dooku kind of sees it like, I am a very all-knowing type person. I'm the kind of person who could run an entire galaxy. I mean, I think Dooku wants to be what Palpatine ultimately ends up being, an an all-powerful emperor. Yeah, I think that's what Dooku wants. Um, I don't know, though. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's kind of what all Sith are like. When you read the Plagueis book, Plagueis is like... You know, uh, there's some, there's the haves and there's the have-nots, yep. and it's up to the haves to control things. You know, and it's it's social Darwinism. I just, I, the whole Sith thing is just social Darwinism, I really. Just,
2: I see, I get the impression that Palpatine is viewing the whole Sith thing a little bit differently than Plagueis and Dooku are. Yes, like Dooku and uh, Duku and Plagueis want to be in charge and want to wield that power but the whole like kind of dogma and like history of the Sith yeah and like that type of thing i get the impression that dooku and Plagueis don't really give a shit about that no but palpatine i get the impression is all for all of that yes as well as ruling he's really
3: day. bought in on the rule of two yep and uh, like yeah the dogmatic stuff I mean, and also just from a ruling perspective, you kind of get the vibe from Plagueis that he wants to control everything, but he wants to control everything with a mask on. Like yeah. he, he wants to put a luster on it. And when you get to the Empire and when it's Palpatine, it's, it's full bore authoritarianism. It's full bore. Oh, just, yeah. You know,
2: he doesn't want to wear a mask at that point. Yes.
3: It's, you know, he's this very austere figure. Yep. You know, he's this commanding figure, whereas like he go to mosque would have been more like behind the scenes and just he wanted to wield ultimate power, but he would rather, you know, like he would rather wield ultimate power in the sense of the Republic where, where they feign a democracy and they feign these freedoms and sort of things, you know, they cover it up. Yep. But it's really just authoritarianism. it's the same thing. It's just, it's put makeup on it. Yeah. You know, and make it less like a pig. Yep. You know? Um, so, uh, during that clip, Obi-Wan looked in the air, and you see the ship taking on a that lot a of cool smoke. Shot, it dude. was a cool shot. It was a cool shot. So, Bane and Yvonne, you heard Bane being like, we got to turn back. You know? So... They just walk back to this bizarre area, and they're greeted by Rico Hardeen. Obi-Wan has just got his feet up at the bar, this <laughs> outdoor great. patio. Yeah, and he's just like, oh, hey, back so soon. We went sitting at a bistro. <laughs> no. Why did they just walk back in there? I know they, they pulled the bounty, but that's like the the Republic bounty. That's not the Hut bounty. Yeah. So they just were allowed to return? Yeah, I guess. I don't get it. Yeah. It's really weird. Um, unless... The Republic had some contacts with the Hutts and was just like, hey, just just leave them alone for a bit. We right. got, we're doing something here. Yep. You know, and I know that the Huts have cooperated in the past with the Republic.
2: Yeah, because Obi-Wan know. did say in his hologram, like, I need more credits to yeah. get another ship. Yes. So maybe, so maybe he also
3: out. greased some wheels. Who knows? You know, went over to fucking Mama Hut and just said, hey, you can buy lots of slugs with this. <laughs> <clears throat> um, So, uh when they're walking up and he's like, Hey, I was going back so soon. He's very celebratory and Cad Bane is not having any of it. Cad Bane charges in, um, and throws him up against a wall. Um, and Evol kind of stops him. he's like, Hey, no, I want to hear him out. I want to hear what this guy has to say. I'm running out of time here. As we know, Dooku's like, hurry up, you know, what's going on here. Um, so after Bane lets him go, uh, Hardy's kind of coughs a little bit and he wasn't really even choked. Like Bane just kind of grabbed him and threw him up against the wall, but he kind of chokes a little bit and coughs and I'm starting to think like is his voice thing coming loose you know and he kind of like has to catch his breath a yeah, little bit yeah, and I'm yeah. like Chekhov's gun like yep. is that going to be something that plays a role in the next episode like is Obi-Wan's voice suddenly going like to come back
2: wearing off a bit
3: yeah and it's just or even like it would be crazy if he's in the middle of a sentence and all of a sudden he's just you know he goes from Rico to just that <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, yeah. and he's just fancy lad um, so I don't know. I I found a very curious, though. <clears throat> no, here goes the voice. I found it very curious, though, because he wasn't choked at all. At first, I thought he was just kind of choked by Cad Bane, but he wasn't. I, I rewound. He was not choked. So I feel like they're going with something there. Um, he's like, hey, I got a ship. I got some credits. You don't have a ship anymore. You need me. We're even blah, blah, blah. And Evolve's like, all right. Sounds good to me. He's with us. It's like you could have just
2: fucking had him in the first
3: place, man. You clearly like the guy. I avoided this whole this, situation. This psychopath, evil morale, we've heard, like, killed his mother and all this shit. He's very, like... He's very go with the flow. Yes! Yeah. Like, he's... He's, like, the most... He's, like, compared to Cad Bane, it's night and day. Yeah. I mean, Cad Bane has no time for this shit. Yep. Um, so... Bane, you know, stops and he's like, not so fast. How the hell did you get money for another ship? He's like, well, the Hutts actually owe me a favor. You weren't leaving me here to be a prisoner. You know, you know I just went and talked to them and pff, here we go. I got a ship now. We're, guess we'll call it even. Um. So it's right around this time that Ahsoka and Anakin arrive in a Jedi transport and they literally park right next to them. <laughs> like they're in one ship. It's just two ships crossing <laughs> each other at night. Like they fly in the park and as they park... Uh, Rico Hardin and the other two take off. Yep. It's literally right next to each other. Um, But uh, they go into this bar that they were just at like five minutes before. And as they're walking into this bar, we get a size noodle sighting. Yep. Like she's being let out of the bar by two as a twilex Yeah. And she's just drunk. She's like, where are we going next, ladies? You know, size noodles is living her best life Looks ever like since getting rid of zero.
2: Been overserved.
3: Yeah. She's she's clearly drunk, but she's having the time of her life. Oh, so yeah. Soon as she got rid of Zero, she's been living pretty large. I'm sure the huts are compensating her fairly. Um, so, Anakin comes into the bar and he is not fucking around. Oh, like, he comes
2: in guns blazing. Yeah.
3: So, two Gamorrean guards greet them, and I don't know if they're just like, "Hey, you got to pay a cover," but <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because they're immediately like getting in a defensive position, like you can't just come in here. So, I'm assuming they got to like check people out before they let yeah. them in the bar or something like that. Because um, they don't know they're Jedi yet. They don't have the lightsabers. Anakin did restrain himself there. He didn't bring the lightsaber yep. out right away. Um, But yeah, so they kind of like try to get an Anakin and Ahsoka's way and Anakin
2: just picks them both up and just force throws them he force pushes them and they kind of go flying back yeah. up against the bar and then he like raises them with yes. the force and one of their axes like raises up and yeah. he's like can't so yeah the
3: Gamorreans, as you know they have the axes and Anakin just kind of like as he's like raising this Gamorrean, he chucks he uses the force to chuck this fucking axe across the bar and he just he nearly kills a go tall that's yes. just sitting yep. there minding his own business um, and the crowd in the bar, like cheers, like they find this very exciting. yeah
2: Um, so it's a rough and tumble neighborhood.
3: It really is. <laughs> now, is something else. This, this bizarre is bizarre. Damn. I should have used how bizarre by OMC <laughs> for a song. Um, just a heads up. We do have an authorian bartender here now. Now he had a quick line earlier as Rico and them left. Like, are you going to leave a tip or something? Yeah. I, you know, but Anakin's going to be questioning him. So. After he throws these fucking Gamorreans, the, the bartender immediately knows what's up. He's like, the people you're looking for, they just left, all three of them. The two of them met up with the one, and then they left. They got out of here. You just missed them. Um, and then Anakin asks for a little, well, what did they leave on you? And he's like, well, nothing's free here on El Huda. And so Anakin, not fucking around, is not playing these games with this guy, immediately starts force choking him Yep, and just lifting this Authorian off the ground force choking him and the attention to the detail in the authorian is great because he's grabbing both of his gills yeah his side mouths he's grabbing like gasping for air from both of them because I
2: think they have like five throats or something like that I do know they
3: got the two on the sides well they
2: got two mouths on the sides yep. but I think they have multiple throats on the inside okay. too
3: yeah but he's kind of like grabbing at his two mouths because he can't take yep. in any air there. He's he getting also has choked. the
2: translating device too that, uh, that Bolo has in Bad Batch
3: yep so um yeah, so he's got actually like a normal sounding voice yeah. based on this. Um, but yeah, so uh, he tries to bribe them for info. Anakin goes full dark side, starts choking him, um, and then finally the authorian. What information does he give him? I didn't write it down here, but it was something that got Anakin off him. I can't even remember what it was.
2: Yeah, I can't remember either. Um, because the the real good
3: information. Oh, he he tells him that they bought a ship from the was, Butthole yes. Biff. Yep. Yeah um so Anakin and Ahsoka are gonna go question the bith so Anakin kindly sets the authorian down and stops choking him um and then one note we do see a very saucy Twi'lek on the bar (laughs) yes I don't know what's going on there but she's she's dressed very provocatively and just standing on the bar this must be like coyote ugly she wanted a good look yeah this must be coyote ugly or something it's like you know it's one of those bars it's one of those places um so our next scene after this is, though, we're going to get a little more Pelps info. Um, so we actually get a Rex sighting, who's apparently... Rex is apparently on security duty for Palpatine at this time, so there's a whole bunch of clones waiting for him outside of his office. Um, and that's going to be our next clip, because he's going to get a little hollow from Mace Windu.
0: Captain Rex, I need to speak with General Skywalker. He's not responding to my calls. Sir, General Skywalker is unavailable. Where is he, Captain? I can't say, sir. You can't, or you won't. Anakin is on Nal Hutter. Nal Hutta? Protecting me is only postponing the problem, not solving it. With all due respect, Chancellor, the council has a plan in place. Yes, and so does Moralo Ival, who appears to be several steps ahead of you. For that reason, I asked Anakin to take action. He is confident he can find the fugitives and stop this plot against me. I suggest you have more faith in young Skywalker. Captain, if you must escort me home, I'm leaving now. Yes, sir.
1: This is exactly what Obi-Wan
0: didn't want to happen. If I warn him at Cabloy's cover, get him killed. Hmm. Kill Hardeen, Skywalker might. Or die trying, he may. Warn them both, you must. Overdue,
3: the truth is. Or you could have just told him the truth up front and none of this would be a problem. That
2: made me wonder, like, what Mace was saying there in Yoda's reaction made me wonder, is this whole thing Mace's plan? It makes me think that Mace came up with this entire thing. And yeah, And now because, it's Breaking Bad and he's yes, trying to get out of it. If
3: we go back to the first episode in the arc, when they are walking after Obi-Wan's funeral in the Jedi Temple, as they're walking to the med bay to meet up with Obi-Wan, uh, Yoda's like, this is going to a dark place. Yeah. And Mace kind of defends the plan. Is like, well, we discussed it. And killing, in quotes, off a Jedi was the best strategy or whatever. Yep. But, yeah, it really sounds like this is all Mace's plan. And it was Mace's idea to go with this. And none of the other Jedi are really on board. Um, I mean, if Yoda wasn't on board with it, I don't know how it even got approved. I know. Yeah. Unless there was a bunch of other Jedi Masters on the council Put who were for a- it. And Yoda was just like, all right, I guess. Um, but I think it's pretty clear that Obi-Wan and Yoda were probably two dissenters yeah. on this particular issue. But yeah, I mean, you could have just told, I I really, I still, you know, I, I complained in the last episode. I just said, hey, you got to give me some explanation as to why Anakin was left out of this idea. You could have just sent him to a different place and had somebody who's in on it, you know, do all this. Very strange. Um, I And I'm not getting those answers here.
2: Yeah, the only explanation that we got is it sold obi death. Obi-Wan said
3: Anakin's reaction sold to death. But then I asked, to who? Because Hardeen escaped on a speeder. It's not like he stuck around and watched the aftermath. He was fucking getting the hell out of there. He wasn't sticking around. You know, Anakin was on his tail. He just bailed.
2: Does not seem like it was well thought out.
3: It makes no sense to me. It drives me nuts. And so I've come to kind of like a fork in the road here like tom are you going to ruminate on this and get really pissed or are you just gonna move on and enjoy it for what There's it is a lot of
2: other fun stuff going on in the episode so
3: i am gonna let it go i'm just not gonna get mad about this
2: another thing mace is a doer he's not a thinker so <laughs> clearly <laughs> he sucks <laughs> he's got
3: some cool like when he's in battle he's very cool oh, yeah but as a strategist, as a strategist, is that a word Strategist? sure a stra- strategist a strategist yes I, I, Patton, he is not, yep. you know, um, <laughs> so ugh, really, really, you know, they just didn't have to do all this stuff. And it's like they're causing more problems than they have to begin yep. with. And it's just weird. Um, so we get back to Nailhud and Anna, Anakin is questioning the used Bith car dealer, the used car dealer, the Bith, the butthole Bith. Um, and the Bith gives them some information that he only gave them enough fuel to get to a place called Irandia. Now, uh, Rondi apparently has a fueling station that this butthole biff's brother actually runs. So he's running like a grift. When he sells <laughs> these great
2: He is the ultimate used car dealer. That is so awesome.
3: Yeah. So he sells him like a he him a ship, but it's a you know, it's running on empty here. So they gotta go to the first fucking stop and that happens to be Rondia. so his brother gets paid off. He gets
2: paid off for selling this ship. Even Anakin says, like, <laughs> how do you know they couldn't have gotten very far? And the Biff is speaking his own language. She's like, yeah. But yeah, he was yeah. like, my brother, I only gave him enough fuel to get to this, yeah. this spot.
3: This Biff is making out like a bandit yeah, from these guys. Yeah, no so kidding. They bought the first ship from him. It immediately crashed. They turn around and walk back and buy another one from him.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's fucking great. He's making money hand over fist.
3: Yeah. Obi-Wan is his best customer of all time. Yeah. He loves Rico Hardin. See,
2: this is a situation where libertarianism really pays off. Yeah. This <laughs> Biff is loving it. Loving life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
3: he's going to take a trip to fucking Scarif. Scarif. Yeah. Scarif. Scarif. <laughs> I always say it wrong. I started to correct myself as Scarif. I started. Going, Scarif. I was about to say Scarif again, though, and then Scarif. I was like, I can save it. And then I fucked it up by trying to save it. <laughs> <clears throat> so um, they are going to be heading to Arondia. So we get to Arandia and Cad is starting to get annoyed, not with Obi-Wan, but with evil morale. He's like, hey. You gonna pay me anytime soon? Like, what the fuck is going on here? Uh just one quick thing on Arandia. Um, the biff that's running the station is just like like evil Morales says something after he pays him for the fuel, and he's just like, man, how who sells it a, a, a ship that's empty on fuel? They're running like a scheme or something
2: here. <laughs> and then he walks in the background and the brother just waves. Yes. <laughs> this
3: guy rules, man. Fucking rules.
2: Evol looks at beta' and is like, there's something yeah. going on here. And the Bith is just like, ah, see yeah. you later.
3: So, but cad does mention Evol, Like, are you going to pay me anytime soon? Because your pain seems to be paying everybody else except for me anything here. And Obi-Wan actually is like, yeah, what's going on with that? Like, Obi-Wan is just sowing seeds of dissent yep. here. Um, So uh, as they're getting in the ship, Ahsoka and Anakin enter the area. And Ahsoka spots cad bane how did she spot cad bane from such a distance though so i
2: know that hat
3: anyway yes who else wears a hat like that i believe is what she said and i'm just sitting there like fucking dave filoni wears hats like that yep i wonder if that was a line like some writer who just like wanted to get a dig in at filoni yeah you know
2: but and also i i made me wonder if it is calling back to earlier when bane's like i don't like to stand out but then he did go for that hat.
3: That's your Chekhov's gun.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Cad Bain always
3: wears those hats. It's just kind of like his thing. Yeah. Um, so I find it odd that he doesn't like to stick up. Yeah, it's it's weird. But um,
2: that's what I'm saying. Like, he says, I don't like to stick out. Yeah. It was, but he it, can't help himself. That's a Chekhov's gun. But go for that hat. That's
3: your Chekhov's gun. You know. Oh, yeah. Oh. It is a fun thing to say. Yeah, it is. It's a good one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: why it sounds like in gibberish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So uh, they take off, and the Jedi whip around and give chase. Um, Anakin, like, gets really aggressive with his flying and just, like, literally starts ramming his cruiser into the ship. So they're just playing, like, bumper cars in the air here. Um, After a little bit of bumping back and forth, Anakin just is going to jump out onto the ship. So he jumps out of the Jedi cruiser onto the bounty hunter ship, and he starts cutting into their engines. Um, Obi-Wan's like, I'll go deal with him. And Cad, like, cuts him off. He's like, no. It's my turn to kill a Jedi. You stay here. So Cad goes out and he's got his rocket boosters. And so he just rocket boosts out of the ship, uses a fucking like uh, Gatling gun and like connects to the ship, pulls himself up with the Gatling gun and the rocket boosters, and he attacks Anakin. So he's got two pistols. He's like, it's really cool because he's shooting Anakin at like five, six feet, but Anakin's just deflecting them all like it is a very cool action. Yeah, we get a lot of cool action scenes with Cad Bane and Jedi. Like, he's just very good at fighting them. Yeah, and
2: like, he has so many gadgets.
3: Yeah, he's like an honorary Mandalorian, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, he's a duro, but he's like an honorary man. That's how he fights. He's got the rocket boots and yeah. the flamethrowers and gas gauntlets. Yeah, it's, it's like he trained with Mandalorians yeah. on how to fight Jedi. Um, so, Cad is dealing with Anakin out on the ship. Some, You know, Anakin is getting the better of him, but Cad always has, like, shit up his sleeve. So, like... Anakin breaks one of his, he knocks one of his fucking blasters out of his hand. Cad falls down, but then he pulls another blaster out. You know, he's just like like,
2: deflected a bolt and like nailed one of his rocket
3: boots. So he only has one rocket boot. This is one of those action scenes that we've talked about before where you just kind of got to watch it. I can't really give you a play by play on this. There's just a lot going on here. Um, But Obi-Wan is flying the ship and he starts to try to like rock the ship and throw them off. Basically, he's trying to make it very hard for them to stay on here. Um, and this isn't really going so well, he can't get Anakin off the ship, um, so what he does is he sees up in the distance, like, this bridge, he starts just, like, shooting shit all around, I don't know, I think it's to cause a distraction for Ahsoka or something, but there's a bridge up ahead, so he's blowing up all this, like, shit heading to the bridge, and then, like, right as the debris clears from all the shit he blows up, he's about to end, go under the bridge.
2: He goes under the bridge. Ahsoka goes over the bridge. Yeah. And Ahsoka he...
3: is almost like... Ahsoka's, like, right on top of him as it's about to happen. She has to, like, pull up really quick, almost.
2: Yeah, so Ahsoka pulls up, but then he pulls up even further, so he crashes into the underside of Ahsoka's ship.
3: Yep. So this throws both ships out of control, and they both crash. Um, Once they come to, uh, Obi-Wan, like... I think he forgot what he was doing for half a second because he kind of wakes up after the crash and he just goes, Anakin. Everybody gets scattered all over the place. Yeah. yeah, but Obi-Wan, like, out loud says Anakin. You know, like, he's worried about Anakin. So he goes outside, and it's very misty, and I think the mist is more from, like, the crash, like, kicked yeah. up a lot of dust and stuff. So uh, Obi-Wan's out there walking around with a blaster, and all of a sudden, an Anakin just jumps out and tackles Hardeen, a.k.a. Obi-Wan.
2: Not I just- hope people know... Yeah, yeah, what yeah. I mean when not I say Obi Wan or Not I mean. as calm, cool, and, uh, and collected as he was when he first no. came across Hardy. He
3: immediately like attacks him, uh, punches him, and then he knees him directly in the nuts. Yep. Like a right, like, crushing nut blow. <laughs> like, this is the kind of thing where you. Like, Corky will be the only Kenobi <laughs> child. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's not. After that shot, it's done. Yep. <laughs> like, he. He ruptured a testicle. (laughs) Um, But then he like literally says, he he ignites his lightsaber after that and says, this is for Obi-Wan. He's about to just kill him in cold blood. But right as he's about to strike down on Obi-Wan, Cad Bane hits him with his fucking Bat shit. I don't know what are we gonna call it. Like, it's
2: the wrist rope. Yeah, he's got a wrist Gold rope that's used before. Yeah,
3: it's yeah, very similar to like when Obi Wan got wrapped up, or you know, or yeah. Luke got wrapped up by On uh, the
2: desert skiff. Uh, yes.
3: Um. So it basically does that, and Bane's like, "Well, you had your chance. Now it's my turn to kill him." So Bane and Anakin resume fighting. Um. Lots of cool shots back and forth again. of Just like close range deflections and that sort of thing. Very cool fighting scenes in this yes. episode. Um, but as this is going on, I don't know. This is the quickest nutshot recovery I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that technology they shot him up with like made his nuts regenerate he really fast. He bounces back really quick. Yeah, but he bounces back and he jumps in while Anakin's fighting Cad Bane. And he just, <laughs> he knocks Anakin on the ground and he punches him in the face four or five times. Yeah. Cold cocks him um really letting him have it. Dude. Yeah. And then Anakin kind of gets out of it, gets up, but then Obi-Wan does some nifty MMA shit and he gets him down in like a chokehold kind of, like a sleeper hold. Like you can tell there's some MMA infused hand-to-hand combat fetishism in this series because we saw it with uh Slick when he broke Rex's oh, yeah, leg yeah, yeah. with that fucking leg lock. Yep. That's like an MMA move, yep. you know. Um, but yeah, Obi-Wan gets like a guillotine choke in on Anakin. And as, as Anakin's like passing out, Obi-Wan whispers in his ear and says, don't follow me, Anakin. Yep. And he, it's Harding's voice, but he says it in a calm
2: tone. And Anakin's face like yeah. kind of <clears throat> makes a motion like he understands and Yes, is surprised. Yep. But Anakin passes out that point.
3: So Harding stands up and then Cad Bane seeing a passed out Jedi on the ground is like literally just about to off him and like pulls out very interesting what would have happened here if Ahsoka didn't jump in yeah but Cad Bane's just about to shoot Anakin in cold blood but all of a sudden you hear Ahsoka scream and dive in and she just she deflects like seven shots
2: yeah Ahsoka was really really cool yep in this part
3: <laughs> then Anakin comes to and that's going to be our next clip <laughs>
0: Is still
1: operational.
0: Oh, thanks for joining us Evo. <laughs> Evo comes here.
3: on is like oh, by the way our ship still You're works lucky
0: We're in a hurry little lady we will have to dance another time
1: Master Master are you all right? <clears> hmm <throat> What's that, wrong? that was
3: obviously a ship taken. That's off. why I felt a connection. Obi Wan is still alive. I I don't understand. I don't either, but we're gonna get to the bottom of this. Believe me. Okay, so like their little like force bond like in that moment like really clicked, and so Anakin is on the trail of figuring out what's really going on here. Yeah, it's funny to me that a Jedi is having to investigate his own orders business here.
2: Anakin's going to have some questions. Yeah.
3: You know, I mean, obviously Mace is trying to update him at this point. Finally. Yeah. But so ridiculous, man. I mean, it's just, they are so inept. Yeah. It's, I just want Obi-Wan to be like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go start (laughs) my own thing. (laughs) You know, it's like, I wish what, what a bunch of Democrats would do would just be like, nah. Yeah. We're done here. Yep. Like, I would like the more progressive Democrats to just break away and just be like, we're doing our own thing now. Yeah. I mean, it would be great for American politics. We're going to try
2: something new and actually do something.
3: Yeah. It would be probably the best thing to do. So I wish Obi-Wan would do that because he believes so much in the Jedi, but it Obi-Wan is slightly blinded to just how inept they are on certain things. Yeah. And that's like his one fault. Yep. Like, he's like a perfect dude. Like, he's caring, he does not give a shit about himself over others at he's all. He's
2: still looking at everything as black and white, though, which I think is his downfall. Because he's looking at it as yes. the Jedi are good. The Jedi are good. They they can't be bad because the Jedi are good. Yeah. And the Sith are bad. The Sith, they're the bad ones. And I think a lot of this you could probably trace back to, and we've talked about it, Qui-Gon.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: Qui-Gon left too soon. Um, I think Obi-Wan, you know... When they propose Anakin to the council and Qui Gon says, Well, I'll take him then if he's not going to be trained. I, I claim him as my Padawan And They're like, Well, you already have one. I don't think Obi Wan was ready. Yeah. He was not ready. He still had a lot. And, and, and
2: Qui Gon said as much. I think he was ready in the sense of capabilities, like being a Jedi. But I feel like if Qui Gon, if he spent more time with Qui Gon and Qui Gon would have been able to instill that kind of. Yes. That looking between the lines and yeah. finding the gray space. And reading Master and Apprentice, which takes
3: place not that, I don't know the exact, but it's not like 10 years. Right. It's maybe a couple years, I think, uh, between Phantom, in before and Phantom Menace. Like, that's right when they started to understand each other at all. Like, they didn't have a good bond before yep. that. So, I don't think Obi-Wan, like, Qui-Gon would have done wonders for Obi-Wan on that whole, like, his one kind of weak point was the black and white stuff yep like and obi-wan is my favorite jedi i think he's probably my favorite character in the entire series i think he's probably like if like if you had to say this is the best person by far like he's the best person in the star wars universe like but he is human so he has faults so i mean i don't know it and also with anakin like anakin would have benefited a ton from qui-gon Like, Qui-Gon is the key
2: to everything. Yeah. If Qui-Gon doesn't die, none of this happens. And even Dooku recognized it and told Obi-Wan that he, like, was in touch with Qui-Gon, and even Qui-Gon recognized some faults in the Jedi. And I think Dooku probably was trying to get Qui-Gon to come over to his side. Before Dooku went, like, you know, batshit, like, he was on the right... He just... It's
3: kind of like the fucking Monopoly into the fucking book into the David Duke. Yeah. Yep. Like, he went... He had the right idea. Like, there are certain things here that are wrong, and this needs to change. But Dooku just kept going farther and farther until it was just no longer recognizable and actionable as anything that could be good. He just went down a fucking rabbit hole and never came back.
2: Yeah. And a lot of it, too, is, like, it power corrupts people. And yeah. And Dooku could have had good intentions to start with but then the more power he gets it's like well if I got a little bit more power then I could yes be even better I could uh, do more good if I had a little bit more power and I think he was so disenfranchised with certain
3: things about the Jedi that he failed to recognize his shortcomings and the, the places where he could still benefit from his Jedi training like uh, there's a lot of things that the Jedi do that despite this and this frustration are good you know i mean there's a lot of things that they do that are just and you know right they just kind of have lost sight of certain that's too black and white but they do a lot of good like as a whole they're a much better entity than a bad one they're yeah. not a, they're not a negative on the universe they just they've lost their way a little bit right um so anyways uh that's actually the episode so anakin is on to the plot uh what do we have for an imdb rating
2: IMDB is giving friends and enemies in an 8.4
3: okay uh, what was last week 8.5 8.5 last week so we small dip um you know I I decided to let go of my whole thing and I'm just you know along for the ride I'm along for the ride I'm gonna let go of my anger with the whole maybe they'll even you know there's still another you know we still got you could wrap it up you yeah. could wrap it up a little more uh, i'd like more on the whole why anakin couldn't know thing this whole like little line where well you know he sold it and that's what really <laughs> yeah i don't know i but i'm gonna let go of that and i'm just gonna use my imagination with it Suspend and spend some
2: disbelief yes
3: uh overall really enjoyable episode the cad bane fight was cool it's always cool when cad bane fights a jedi um I'm gonna give it a well. It had an Athorian too, so it I'm gonna did. give it. A, I, I was gonna give it an eight, but I'll give it another 0. 0.25 bump for the Athorian um, and my Dark Horse hero that I have not revealed yet. Um, so I'm gonna actually give it an 8.5. 8.5. I right. quite liked this episode. I quite enjoyed it. Um, Nell is a funky ass place, man. It is.
2: It's trippy. We always have fun on Nell Hutta. Oh, it's our time on Nell <laughs> There's Always some crazy shit going on. We saw nice noodles. I uh, know. Yeah. So what do you got? Uh, so last week i gave a 7.5 um i did enjoy this one more than last week so i'll just go with a solid eight all right it was real good i love anytime there is that cad bane jedi action yeah it's great it was cool seeing him fight anakin too it was a dense episode yeah like it was this almost the same length as last week's um but like i just felt felt like a lot more happened and Oh, there's a whole lot going on. Yeah, here. it was really dense. Oh, yeah.
0: Always look on the light side of life.
3: Yeah, that. Yeah, that, 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 that. All right, light side moment of the episode. Uh, a lot of good candidates here. Um, I'm going to give it to the attention to detail on the Ithorian bartender. Um, just... When he's getting force joke, the fact that they actually took the time to make sure he was grabbing both, both of his side, mouths. Yeah. I thought like it was a dark moment. But I just like that it, it's cool that they care. Yeah. You know? Yep. I And mean, you could easily just have had him put one hand up to just the middle of his throat and most people wouldn't notice. Hell, I probably really wouldn't have noticed yep. nor cared. But the fact that they pay the attention to detail, the little things like that are I think those are the types of things that put a show over the top.
2: And that's the type of thing that you get when you hire writers that are like fans and yeah. you know the lore of the show and that yes. kind of thing.
3: Also, uh Ahsoka's line, like who else wears a hat yep. like that? How she spotted Cad bane Uh, shout out to the one, the only, the king, Dave filoni <laughs> <laughs> He absolutely wears hats just like that. Um, so, uh, that's my light side. What's yours?
2: Uh, mine was, I just thought it was hilarious how the brother Bith was just like walking and yes. waving in the background. I'll, uh, I need to cut it and make a GIF. I'll, oh yeah. I'll post it on Twitter. Or Those two Biths, like just like the so shady, funny. just the shady used car dealer.
3: Yeah. Like selling you lemons, not filling it with gas. It like was, all the tricks of the trade. It was
2: perfect. And that's such a specific scenario. It makes me wonder if. Like one of the writers or someone experienced that happening. Yeah, like when went they to a car a dealership,
3: <laughs> bought a car, immediately had to pull over to like yeah, a holiday. You know, just pull in there and then later
2: found out like, oh yeah, the guy that sold you the car yeah. is my brother.
3: But yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, or yeah, exactly, or or it's like maybe like um, you know. His brother owns an auto shop or something and the thing's two thousand miles over for an oil change. So you got like she's like, Hey, I got a guy who'll hook you up with a cheap yeah. oil change. Brings it in there, it's his brother, and next thing you know, he's like, Oh yeah, you got you got a bad Johnson rod, <laughs> you know. <laughs> next thing you know, they're just throwing shit yeah, at him. That could be something. Yeah. Those biff, man. Good grift. Good grift. Love a good grift. The butthole biff, baby. <laughs> If you only knew the power of the dark side. All right, a dark side moment of the episode. Um, Man, uh, I'm going to have to go with just Anakin's attitude in this one. And you just kind of see, it's not so much, I'm not, I'm not, let me rephrase this. I'm not mad. I'm usually mad at Anakin. I'm not mad at Anakin. I think this is just one of the first times where I'm like, I really get his frustration, and I really get how Anakin the monster was formed. Like, we haven't seen many situations where I sympathize with this, but this is one where I'm like, yeah, you fake the death of the person he's closest to.
2: He, he, you know, he has nobody really. Yeah. Um, He's kind of like you can understand why he's going on this rampage however his Jedi training should yes have taught him that yeah and I'm not getting I will never
3: engage in Anakin apologetics I still think he's a monster I just think in this particular instance I'm just like oh man this was really harsh to do to him yeah like it was just kind of gross and I don't like the dark side moment for me is kind of like he's basically a pawn in this game like Oh, he really sold that. And, oh, well, maybe it's time we tell him. And Palpatine, you know, just using him to Like, everybody is kind of like, the thing that's, he's just
2: a puppet. The craziest part about all of this, though, the Jedi know he's volatile. Yeah. It's like, you know what? Let's set this bucket of gasoline over here. We're just going to shoot sparks around it. And Not Yoda even says as much. It. He's like,
3: Anakin might kill Hardeen, <laughs> a.k.a. <laughs> Obi-Wan, or he might end up getting killed himself. Yeah. And it's just like... Maybe you should have just, you didn't think this through at all. And so it's not so much Anakin, the way he was this episode. That's not my, I've had moments where he's legit done true dark side. I'm not saying it in that way. I'm saying it's just the way he's being used and manipulated. It's just gross in this arc. Uh, What's yours?
2: Mine is kind of in a similar vein. I had the thought, like, geez, it would be grim if, what if Anakin just went, the whole way? What if Obi-Wan wasn't able to, like, get him in that chokehold? What if Anakin did end up killing Hardeen in, like, not realizing that he just killed the one person that he's on this vendetta for? What do you think they would do? Do you think they would even tell him? I don't know. What if Anakin killed him and then, like, his face, like... <laughs> Shifted back to Obi-Wan the second that (laughs) he killed him. Yeah, as his bowels (laughs) (laughs) release. Yeah, he just shifts back to Obi-Wan.
3: Yeah, or if it didn't, I want, they would probably just cover it up from him.
2: Yeah. But Anakin clearly, like,
3: senses something. He would feel something as that body, you know, as that spirit released. Yeah. He would feel it. He would be like, something is wrong. That is some dark shit. Oh, the whole, like, literally, Cad Bane saves the day here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cad Bane with his Batman fucking toe cable. Like, lit- Obi-Wan is literal like a foot away from just getting chopped in half. He doesn't have anything to defend himself no. with. Like, Anakin's got him dead to rights up against a wall with a lightsaber. And Cad Bane jumps in. You can thank me later, Hadeen. Huh, you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> More moves to this but dance. Yeah, just
2: that thought of like, God, what would happen if that happened? Like, ugh, this is just... like it's like literally
3: like they're they're walking on a tightrope with him at yeah. all times. Yep. And it's just. Oh, I you know, the best thing they could do for him <laughs> is get him some therapy and say, hey, we're going to put you on salary, but you're going to be working in the archives. Like <laughs> yeah. you are Jocasta, news. Hang out with Jocasta. Yeah, you are her new apprentice. Yeah. Um, You are going to be learning all about the archives if you don't like it, um, you know, and continue to turn a blind eye to the Padme stuff. Just let him just do his thing. You know, just be a fucking Jedi. That you know. Uh, but yeah, um,
2: I don't. I don't have anything to add. Sorry. I all I'm asking for is like somebody's gonna have to apologize in the next episode. God, and just I, a, Hey, Anakin. Sorry. We, yeah. We didn't think this one through.
3: I am very excited to see the scene when. Anakin talks to Obi-Wan again. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm very excited to see how that goes and how they write it. Um, like I said, I am you know suspending some disbelief. Yep. Uh, but I do want to see a good payoff with that. God, it j- I really hope it's not like a 30-second slappy on the back. Good to have you back, buddy. Ugh, this just, is a good arc. But then again, at the same time, I could be like, well, they're clearly suppressing their feelings there, and yeah. he, he's just going to
2: boil over one of these days. This is a good arc for... Leaving each episode with like, "Ooh, I'm really looking forward yeah, to the next one." There's
3: possibilities here. Yeah. Possibilities are abound. Um, <laughs> all right, thank you, Rex. I, I'm not gonna yell today. My voice has just been giving me yeah, issues. Don't, don't push it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I Gotta get it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. butter. I think I, I think I survived.
2: One well, of these times, you could just say <laughs> uh, You know, I should just record it. Yeah, there you
3: go. I should just yeah. But I, I like I like mix it up. You know, like <laughs> you know. All right, dark Variety, horse. Variety. It's the yeah.
2: spice of life. Spice of life. <laughs>
3: uh, dark horse hero of the episode. Um, okay, so I did not mention this dark horse in the episode itself, but we get a shot of oh, honorary Decised noodles, but. We get a shot of Cad Bane and Evil Morrell's ship leaving. And there is there there's like incoming traffic that's passing them. There is like I think it's a twilight woman coming in on a speeder and she is like it's like the person when they get in a uh, a limousine for the first time and they go out of the sunroof <laughs> and they're like "Woo! Yeah, I'm in a fucking limousine," you know? They you hear her fly by quickly and she's just "Woo!" <laughs> that's my dark horse hero of the week i gotta look her up i rewound it four or five times it's vi- <laughs> like it's very audible but it's hard to make out what i think it's a twilight i think and i think it's a twilight female but it's just like Wee! and it just reminded me of some fucking idiot like on a busy street just hanging out of the fucking sunroof on a limousine some just twilight at a bachelor, yeah.
2: p- bachelorette party yeah just having Mount the Hunter. fucking time of their life <laughs> so that's my dark horse who's yours uh, oh, I I see no other person. It's got to be the Biff Ship Dealer. Oh like, yeah, that guy's got it going on. Yeah, he's got a good grift going. He's making money hand over fist. He's got a top tier grift. Yeah, he's got a great grift. Yeah. He's got it all worked out.
1: Is going. Wow! W- wow!
3: All right, all star of the episode. I'm giving it to the Bith car dealer. <laughs> <laughs> this guy fucking rules, man. He
2: does. He's
3: and he, he, lo- he loves it. Like both of them, the two brothers, they get off on it.
2: Like they're both very excited about their dealings. I don't know how I can tell because they have a butthole for a mouth. And very emotionless eyes. Yeah. But both of them seem super happy with yes. these dealings. Yes. Like, both of them seem to be very, like, sneaky. Yeah. And like, yeah, we know what we're know what we doing. It's great. I fucking
3: love it. I This guy was fucking awesome. Both of them were great. <laughs> he made so much money off of these fucking idiots. They know what
2: they're doing. And the guy <laughs> we even waved, he's gloating. As yeah. He walks and it's by. funny, too,
3: because evil morale, this hardcore gangster, is apparently just a psychopath. It's just like, oh, who fucking sells it? You know, he, <laughs> this dude, evil morale, has no fucking teeth. None. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, you <laughs> think this little Biff running a gas station, you think this fucking criminal, this evil morale, you think he's like, gosh, you're really sucking me dry. And he just like throws him the credits and just bitches about it. It's like, dude, I thought you were like the most badass gangster
2: around. Yeah. You're just bending over backwards for these fucking used car dealers and a guy in the Biff run at a fucking gas station. Like, talk about prison reform. Does he really need to be locked up, like, taking taxpayer <laughs> yeah. money? No. Like, he could easily... Like, he's not... He does not seem like a dangerous just criminal. Just put him off on, like, Salucamide and let him graze.
3: <laughs> you know? Just put him in the witness protection. Just send him out of there, you know? Just fucking go put him on a
2: field somewhere and let him build a little hut. Um... Who do you got? No my, R2, by the way, this week. My all star, it's the only person whose scheming ability pales in comparison to the Bith car dealer. It's Palpatine. Yeah. Palpatine's all star. Yeah, he laid it on thick in just this episode. The way he's playing both sides is a thing of beauty.
3: Yeah. It really is. And I love how Dooku's just like bought into it and, and it, everybody's bought into it. Yeah. I mean, they're literally this entire operation
2: is to protect him. Yeah. It's fucking nuts, man. And fun fact I found out from reading Plagueis, he used to be a race car driver. He is a race car driver. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> Have you gotten to the part where he uses his force abilities for the first time? No, 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 not yet. Oh, you are in for a treat. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I beg your pardon, but what do you mean, naked?
1: My parts are showing. My goodness. Oh. I'm a model. You know what Ooh.
0: My turn
1: on
2: the oh, I love how you get uh, uh, Luke saying, introduce myself. Yeah, it's Extra. really good. Yeah, it really worked out
3: for us there. All right, Good Hood, who... Oh, I can't do it today. Who is looking hot?
2: Who is looking hot? Ah, I, I who shouldn't. Who I shouldn't. Let me try who is who is showing you something? Who's on showing Nel you something? something? Yeah, on El Huda. Who's doing the doing the yeah. slow turn? Who is hit it? Who is who is showing you something oh hot? <laughs> there it is. Who is looking hot so on yeah. El Huda? Hot
3: in El Huda. I think the segment should just be hot in El Huda, <laughs> hot in Coruscant. I mean, we could. I like Good Hood, but I mean, you could really just go with what the main location was, and then you could say like, hot in Bespin. You know?
2: Yeah, but. Good hood just happened so organically. Yeah. <laughs> I think somebody
3: had their hood up, and I said, that's some good hood.
2: <laughs> been, it was a light yeah. bulb moment.
3: Okay, so we've talked way too long about the origins of good hood. Um, for me, man, I don't know. There's some There's some good hood in this. Um, I've seen better hood. Um, but uh, some good hood. I am going to give it to uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, a.k.a. Rico Hardy, uh, Evo Morrell. And Cad Bane, shortly after crashing into the swamp, when they walk into uh, the bazaar area, yep. uh, they have their jumpsuits on, but they are grimy as fuck. Yeah. Like, they really look the part of some guys who've just been through some shit. Um, so I'm going to give it to them for um, braving the stares of the crowd, who just looked at them like, who are these greasy criminals? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they stood tall. I'm giving it to them. So uh, good hood for looking bad. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mine's a bit of a cop-out because I think I've given it to him in the past. But specifically this time, Cad Bane. The hat. Specifically for the gas gauntlet. Okay. Really cool device. Yeah, it was a cool device. Um,
3: shout out to Pablo, the pawn shop owner. Yeah. Rodians have the loveliest eyes.
2: I know. Yes. I just get lost in them.
3: They're the good hood of eyes. Just great eyes. Um <laughs> There's a lot. Th- I mean, the Gammerian guards really looking uh, tough, yeah. you know, strong and fit. Have you seen the Thor character model for the new God of War? No, uh-uh. He's a fat Thor. <laughs> oh, really? It's very Thor when he was hanging out with... Um, oh,
2: Le- Lebowski Thor? Yeah, Lebowski Thor. Yeah. Which is actually
3: kind of more like mythologically what Thor looks like. Right. He's yep. kind of like a thicker, broad, big dude. I mean, not broad, like just uh, out of shape a little. you know. Yeah. And, uh, he revels a lot. Loves the revels. Um, but yeah, I mean, those, those Gamma guards, they were looking pretty, you know, good. They, I, was thinking very about stout.
2: Them. I was thinking about them for, uh, Dark Horse for a while.
3: Yeah. They're very
2: wide. Yeah. Lots of wide characters. The lately. animation, like the Clone Wars animation has kind of like shortened them <laughs> yeah, and widened them. Yeah. Like you see
3: it with, uh, Evo Morrell a lot. Yeah. Like
2: he's a, He's, he's, he's not a
3: small dude, but he's short, but he's so wide. Mm-hmm. He's like powerfully wide. And these Gamorreans, like they're wide in, you know, most Star Wars stuff, but they're like really wide in this episode. It was like
2: they it was literally like someone modeled a Gamorrean guard. And then like when you do photo editing, just and, warped and it, you were like, whoops, yeah. you went too far. It was like, they just took it and like lowered and <laughs> wide, Yeah.
3: I think it's probably the same animator that got a hold of Tecla's eyes.
2: (laughs) That's a callback.
3: (laughs) He's just obsessed with the widening button or something. He's got the little, you know, he's got the little fucking, he's pulling the lever right. He's just pulling it all the way as far right as he can go. So widening things out. All right, so that's some good hood for you there. Um, no Who Are You, no Death of the Week. We don't got any of that. We keep getting shafted on those. We got nothing. So we just got to get into this. All right, thank you, Yoda.
2: Thank you, Chewbacca. All right, Adam, what do we got for a tagline on this episode? Okay, for friends and enemies, we have keep your friends close, and keep but keep your enemies closer. Yeah. And your guest for the episode is... Anakin is going to get wind of this plot. Sort uh, of. Yeah, and he kind of did towards the end. Uh, Anakin's going to get wind of this plot, and Obi-Wan is going to have to keep him at bay while building a little bit of camaraderie with Bane and Aval. Uh He's going to have to pull some shifty maneuvers to make it look like he's on their side, and he's going to have to pull them on Anakin. And that part I think you hit a home run on.
3: Yeah, he... Kind of, uh, Ahsoka kind of saved the day for him um, because he was going to have to attack Bane. Yeah. I think he was going to have to break cover there um, if Ahsoka doesn't jump in and defend Anakin's lifeless because Anakin's passed out.
2: It was good. Like, after Ahsoka blocked all the bolts, the way that she was standing guard over Anakin's kind of passed out body was pretty cool, too.
3: Yes. It was very cool. Okay. What do we got for a tagline on the next episode?
2: Next episode, we have The Strong Survive the noble overcome the strong
3: survive the noble overcome um for me this sounds like uh i find cad bane to be a strong figure so i think they're gonna get in a sticky situation here but cad bane is going to survive it uh whereas obi-wan who will also be in the sticky situation will overcome it and come out on top so cad bane will escape with his life obi-wan will escape with some sort of victory some clear victory in what they're trying to accomplish here okay i guess if that makes sense
2: all right next week is season four. oh and obi-wan
3: kenobi will die because of <laughs> anakin skywalker's selfishness okay what do we got for next
2: week's? uh next week season four episode 17 the box what's in the
3: box what's in the box
2: the, the box. The
3: box. The box. Wasn't that a movie where like some like Frank Langella walked up yeah. like was it called The Box? I
2: think it was. Yeah, that it was, was a weird one. You press it, you get money, but
3: someone somewhere dies. Yeah, you, you get you like a million know. dollars. It was weird. I I think I saw it. It's I don't know.
2: based off of like a short story or something.
3: Okay. Uh, the box. All right, so we will be back. At, wait, this is Monday's episode. Yep. We're recording early, um, so we will be back on Thursday with the box. Um that's right. Also, uh Ethorian historian, um I am off on Monday and I will be making a trip to the UPS store, so uh your Victorious your uh your revels are on the way. Um so be expecting a box from the clone cast Um we are coming up on 100 episodes, right? Yeah. I mean, what is this? 83? Yeah. I don't get it. I don't know, but it's a it's around 83. I want to get to 10,000 downloads by the time we get to episode 100. Oh, okay. Now, that sounds like a lot, but we're at a little over 7,500. So, we have a lot of back episodes. Um, We got a lot coming up still in between now and then. We had like 488 downloads last week. Yeah. So, they're ticking up. Uh, If we keep this trend going, Clone Castanovas, we will have the 10,000 celebration at episode 100 and that would be a thing of beauty it would be i won't announce any play nice numbers round numbers i will not announce any play numbers in between now and them i hope we hit ten thousand. if i don't mention anything on episode 100 that means we did not hit ten thousand. but i hey share it out there if you can get someone to just hit play for like a second you know like they're like these guys suck you know <laughs> that's fine that's fine they gave it a try so uh, Clone Cast renovas. uh, you know, I, 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 I don't got, like to beg, but we got six, pimp, 16 episodes to go. Pimp out the Clone Cast, baby. Yeah. Send it out there. Let's go. <laughs> Let's get 10,000. We can do it. All right.
2: Where can the listeners reach hey, us? Baby, I hear the- we are at clonecastpod at gmail If you yeah. want to send us an email, we love getting those. Yeah, uh, Instagram and Twitter at clonecastpod. TikTok too. TikTok starting to heat <laughs> up. Yeah. No. Uh, If you can't leave us a five-star review anywhere you can, that would be great. That's cheap butter. And reach out to some other people. Tell them to listen. Yeah. This helps us too. So we'll see you next time for the box. (laughs) (laughs) Until then, I'm going to try to do it in his voice. Uh, May the 12 wheels be with you. The the
0: tragedy of Crispon's day. I don't get it.